0: Black man, trying not to get caught.
1: I'm just trying to solve the puzzle like a jigsaw. You know, it's a big world, so easy to get lost. I'm just trying to solve the
2: puzzle like a jigsaw. Jigsaw.
1: What's good, fam? I am Josh Rogers.
2: I am Brian Hare.
1: And we are here for another edition of the Jigsaw Podcast. Yes, sir. Um, You know what it is. This is the podcast where we talk about how to navigate the craziest puzzle piece ever created. That is the Jigsaw of life. We're going to talk about the perils, the praises, the productivity, and the pumping circumstance of being a black person trying to figure out life. Brother, how are you doing?
2: Man, it is a great day to be black.
1: Always Uh, a good
2: one. Always a great day to be black. Um, Still in the land of the living. It's Christmas time, brother. We here.
1: It's Christmas time.
2: Our jingles have been jangling. Uh, <laughs> where are my keys at? Our jingles have been jangling. The trees are up. Uh, the lights are on the house. It's oh, you here. got
1: lights on your house. We do have lights. Oh, nice.
2: Look at God. not something? Did you
1: put them up, or did you hire someone?
2: My wife did it. <laughs> she Lauren put them it. up. She put them up herself. Yeah.
1: Okay, so they're like on the roof on the house. Like no, no. Uh, no. I'm gonna say, woman, the, the God is industrial. <laughs>
2: Now, oh my God, she put some lights up on the uh on the stairs and the door and the doorpost. So the doorpost is covered, like the blood was covered. <laughs> so we did. We we got
1: a we got a project outside. And okay. Blue snowflakes just falling around the house. Look at God. Look at it. Blue snowflakes. I don't mm. know. My guy can do anything.
2: <laughs> it's a Crip house. How <laughs> <laughs> <Our
1: crib. laughs> That's that Cali influence. Listen. Yeah, Crip Christmas. Um, so I know um, we're in Christmas time, but I mean, for you people like yourself, mm-hmm. this is also a special time. Um, okay. The NBA is coming back.
2: Oh, it's back like it never left.
1: It's like I mean, yeah. Amid this <laughs> schedule, schedules are out. Teams are playing. You think your um your Laker people are going? Y- y'all going to do a repeat?
2: I think okay. Do I think we will do it? You know, I'm, I'm I'm usually the pessimist. So you until the the final score of the last game, I'm like, oh, I don't know if the Lakers going to do it. But I think they have a great chance to repeat. Um, They have a great team. They rebuilt, they, you know, retooled their team that they have. Um, The West is strong, but, you know, I think the Lakers can pull it out. Um, So I'm excited.
1: Let me tell you why. I know they're probably going to win another championship. Why is are not even a basketball guy? Okay. Because they just got Marcus off. I'll Tell you why that's important. Okay. Why? <laughs>
2: yeah. I'm actually probably gonna go with this.
1: Because when Grizzly players leave the Grizzlies, <laughs> mm-hmm. they go on to win multiple championships. <laughs> okay. So he won one the season he got traded to Toronto. Mm-hmm. He's gone to he it's just it's just how the cars play. He has to do it. It mm-hmm. happened to Shane Battier, happened to Jason Williams, happened to everybody who left the Grizzlies. They all went on, most of them, almost like mm-hmm. 90% of them went on to win multiple championships. Paul. Mm-hmm. Powell, <laughs> like,
2: yeah, <laughs> Powell went to the, to the Lakers, like, yep. and, and one cha- and funny thing yep. he was traded for his brother, like, so the Lakers drafted Marcus All, and then they immediately traded him for Powell, yeah, so, so
1: that's, that's how great. I know. So, mark this but, day, um, <laughs> mark this day where Joshua gave you sports analysis,
2: right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, you do you, you like the Grizzlies, I John do. Morant, John I, Morant, your son, that's, that's my here.
1: son in my heart,
2: mm-hmm. him and Jaron. Was- yeah. The friends of the podcast.
1: Friends of the podcast. If you're listening, come on. Come on. Come on, Ja. We welcome you. Come here. on, Ja. And that man's name is Ja. Let's just pause for the calls. His it, he, he black. He go by his, Ja. I mean his and he don't even go by Ja. That's on his birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> that man mama probably was tired when she gave birth to She said, What's your name? Ja. And ja. they just wrote it.
2: <laughs> and there goes.
1: That's it. That boy's name is J.A.
2: He's like a perfect, he's like the it's, perfect player from Memphis. <laughs>
1: He is. He's so Memphis and not even from Memphis. Right. I think so Memphis.
2: He's adopted the culture. He's, I think, and the fun and interesting thing is, he's from South Carolina, but I think he really enjoys playing from Memphis. I think so. I think so. And and the boy
1: has like superstar power. He has an amazing personality. He's infectious.
2: Oh, yeah. I think he'll be all star this year.
1: But this isn't a sports podcast, it's not. (laughs) This is the first podcast. This, this week, though, this month is what? It's a December remember. to remember. Yes, God. And we still, like, giving away stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you have not participated in uh, the December to remember giveaway, all you got to do is um, tag three friends, mm-hmm. like the post, uh-huh. make sure that you're following us. Yep, and you have the ability to tag three more friends every single day every to sign day. up. We saw that a nice amount of y'all went on and tagged your three friends. But if you want to increase your, ch- you want to increase your chances to beat them other jokers that did it, tag three more friends.
2: Just keep right. tagging them, keep tagging them,
1: and uh, we're going to make sure that we're actually going to announce the winner next week.
2: Yeah, we do before we yeah. go on vacation.
1: Yeah, before we go on vacation. Oh, that's another announcement from the front. Next week is our last episode of 2020. Our last official one. Right. So enjoy this. Um, we're probably going to give you some type of um, best of or something at the end of the year. But mm-hmm. this is our last official. Well, next week will be our last official live joint. Just want to give y'all the opportunity to grieve now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Cherish these episodes.
1: Cherish these episodes because you're going um, to miss us. Brian, you gotta, um, do we have a song of the week? We, I
2: know we got one. We do have a song of the week. Okay. But Alrighty. just like last week, since it's Christmas, it's the December to remember. Mighty God. And I know Christmas is your your time. It's my I'm going to let you game. shine. I'm going to let you shine. So uh, give us the Christmas, or not the Christmas, the song of the week.
1: Yes. Well, it is a Christmas song. Mm-hmm. And this one is somebody who is near from somebody who is near and dear to both of our hearts. I believe so. Um, she's not Frida Gats, but she goes by Frida, <laughs> and she's not little Frida; she's big Frida, yeah. Queen Diva. Yeah, quick, 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 Queen Diva. And she's here, oh, yeah. yeah.
2: girl. Now you already know.
1: <laughs> and she came to us in a psalm. And she took a Christmas classic called "Jingle Bell Rock" and she did it a little bit like this. Let me let me make sure um, I'm I'm not part solo. <laughs>
2: Clear your <the river. clears> throat, she says,
1: <clears throat> "Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. I'm Big Frida, wanna rock around the clock, bouncing and shaking and twerking too. Jingle all around, what you do, what you do? Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell, <laughs> jingle bell rock. They will rock around, rock around, rock around the clock. Rock around, rock around,
0: rock around the
1: clock. Around, rock, 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 rock. 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 <laughs> Oh, that is Big th- Frida. She New Orleans bounce jingle bell rock." Oh. <laughs> And, um, oh man, it's just a, a song. It's a, wait a minute. I just, it's you a know, vibe. It's a, I just, it's I, a vibe. I couldn't do it the justice that it needed to be. And I'm just yes. going to, I'm going to bless y'all real fast.
2: Yes. Y'all got hopefully, time. Hopefully we don't get in trouble for this. Hopefully
1: we, we not, but y'all got time. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. All right, now you go to iTunes, you go to Spotify, (laughs) wherever you find your music, and you go listen to our girl, Big Freedom, Jingle Bell Rock. Um, As always, it'll be in the description box. And um, yeah, you ready to get the show started, bro?
2: Yeah, let's do it. Let's go to the uh, the Bless Up.
1: Let's go. Yeah.
2: Yes, right all right, we are here at the Bless Up Report where we give a good shout-out, and bless-ups to black folks doing great things. So black people do great things all the time. All the time. 365, 247, 7 black.
1: From beginning to end, 300, 365 days in a year, I want the same old love. I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know Black Man <laughs> self cares at the end, but I got to talk about how these 90s and 80s music have been blessing oh, yeah. me lately. But okay, go ahead. Bless for report.
2: Blessing for God bless you for that. Uh, uh, so uh, we got a, a great blessing report today. Timothy Webb and Rache Bay buy back the block. Uh, bless up to them. Webb uh, is the founder and curator of More Than a Nine to Five. It's a lifestyle brand meant to encourage and promote generational wealth. Um, recently, uh, Webb and his uh, Kappa Alpha Psi fraternity brother, yo, uh, to the good noobs. All right, <laughs> I was I was giving you the opportunity <laughs> to do that. He and his fraternity brother Roshay Bay purchased almost two acres of land in Webb's hometown of uh, Columbia, South Carolina. Let me hear that again. Say that again. Two acres. Two acres. Two acres of land in uh, Columbia, South Carolina, and they have a total of 26 rental units between South Carolina and Virginia. Uh, so they actually is buying up properties, doing great things. Um, Webb continues to purchase property. He also plans to expand the lifestyle brand to an academy to teach people how to invest in real estate, stocks, and more. And I think this is, is extremely, extremely dope because we have some black folks doing some great things and teaching people how to create generational wealth. Some things that we haven't been taught about investing, about nice. real estate, and this is something uh, I think is going to really change uh, 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 generations to come. So, shouts out to Timothy Webb and Rache Bay, uh, Josh's fraternity brothers who are doing great things in this world and hopefully are uh, going to continue to do uh, dope things to change uh, society.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Bless up to you, brothers. And we are always supporting and looking forward to um, great things in the future. Uh, ready to get to the Billboard, bro? Let's go. All right, so this week on the Billboard, we want to start off by acknowledging um, an icon in Black yes. cinema. Um, mm-hmm. We lost 2020, man. It's, it's just crazy, Jesus Christ. We, so we lost we lost somebody else special, specifically to culture, Miss Natalie DeCelle Reed. Um, if you don't know who that is by mm. by name, she um, is one of the, the, the famous actress from Baps,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> a black classic.
1: Yes, a black classic. I mean, there are very few times BAPS comes on TV, and I'm not watching it. Um, just amazing actress. Like she plays, she was a lot of um, a lot of in our good hood classics.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, I even thought even threw out Mr. Perry. I don't like Tyler Perry stuff. She was in one of his films. She was in one right. of his. But Tyler f- Perry,
2: if you do want to listen to the podcast, you know, feel free. <laughs> <laughs> we Those are still
1: are all- we're still gonna hold you accountable to your art, <laughs> but feel free, but feel free to to support us and give us some money but no she was also one of the um the the, the god sisters and cinderella we went in houston mm-hmm. she was on she was on eve oh yeah he
2: um, was a good show well, was, I would say good. But, but her name
1: her name was shelly but <laughs> the show is called eve another right. conversation but you know what you <laughs> but if if you didn't know who she was that should get your wheels turning and she right. um unfortunately passed Monday I want to mm. say due to colon cancer so prayers up to her family and to all of her loved ones and she would definitely be missed um by us you know she's oh, definitely she's one of us she's one of us so it was a, it was a hard loss so for anybody who knows me knows that I am Barb adjacent mm-hmm. I love me some Nikki the Minaj okay mm-hmm. Onika mm-hmm. Minaj Pity, I guess, and she married to that boy. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, is she, she, um, celebrated her birthday this week? So, happy birthday, Onika, uh, from the GXL friend of the podcast. <laughs> if you're listening, yep. you, can come on, you. you can come on and, to- and your
2: child. Listen, you.
1: Yes, you can, listen. I hope, I hope you named that child Roman. <laughs> I really, <laughs> <laughs> that'll just be so amazing. But no, um, uh, this is not to celebrate her birthday per se, but it is mm-hmm. to say that she has just got greenlit for a docu-series that's going to chronicle her life. It's going to be done in six parts. Um, and right now it has no title, but I wish it would be called something like Nikki's revenge, you know, playing on mm-hmm. Roman's revenge or something. But anyway, it's going to be directed by Michael J Warren. He was the director of her previous documentaries that aired on MTV, um, and he had this to say. I love that this series not only provides an all-access glimpse at one of the most iconic musicians of our generation, but it also profiles the brave woman behind the artist. Um, So say what you want to say about Onika. Mm -hmm. She's a phenomenal rapper. Oh, yeah. I think so. I think the woman can rap. Well, let me take it. I won't say phenomenal. She she's a she's a rapper. She she, she can, can rap. rap. Like she mm-hmm. can rap. And she has given us some goofy bops and some, you know, some stuff like that, but when she really gets in her bag and puts her pen to paper, she does. It. I think a lot of times a lot of her music is overshadowed by her antics. Mhm. And that's super unfortunate. But, you know, you know I I appreciate it, and um, for her birthday, how about we all do this? Go back and give Queen another listen. It was a solid album, and I think some of the the greatness of that album was overshadowed by all the antics of Queen Radio. Oh, child! <laughs> so just go, yeah. give go give it another listen. Go get another listen. She's a mom now, so maybe she'll be a lot more tamed and all that other kind of stuff. But shout out to to Nikki, Nicki Minaj
2: uh-huh.
1: um, for that. In other women in the industry, um, there's a versus coming up, bro. Another versus, and okay. we, we're, we're going down the hill. I mean,
2: way down there, we're
1: rolling fast like an avalanche. So, this coming, <laughs> depending on when you're listening to this, this coming Saturday, December the 12th, we're going to have um, the the ghetto, um, uh, the bounce TV version of Versus is going to happen this Saturday with Ashanti versus Keisha Cole. First of all, Brian, who mm-hmm. asked for this?
2: I didn't ask for this. I didn't I don't ask know who, for this. I didn't sign up for this. I didn't sign a petition. I don't know who asked for Ashanti versus Keisha Cole. And In all due respect to their careers, um, I, I don't want to see Ashanti and Keisha Cole go back to back.
1: I don't want to hear two hours of, "Who, baby, and love. love.
2: I, I don't want to hear that. Right and, and as you say, going down the hill, I, they don't have. They don't have 20, 20 hits. Hits. They don't have even 20 bangers. They don't have 20 songs to where it's like, I think I'm probably going to recognize maybe 10.
1: Yes. And that's honest. Like they have one of those. I think we talked about this in the previous episodes about when we talked about like some of the girl groups, it mm-hmm. would probably have to take three of them. Mm-hmm. to do a versus uh, because every artist has about 20 songs mm-hmm. but we when you talk about verses, you talk about hits right and ashanti went on this streak for a couple of years but they were back to back and she like you said she may have gave us seven ten max right. she Cole was the same way she kind of came in right the right as ashanti was fading out and mm-hmm. she gave us about maybe five six like most of in the high school early college for me those years that 05 to 08 kind of term oh, yeah. she was hot and she oh, yeah. may she have one or two from 2010 ish 12 ish but mm-hmm. still anything you've done like and ashanti's last album was like 20 2000 man oh, yeah. early like mid 2000s
2: your guess is better than mine you
1: know what i'm saying so like and I know she was just featured on the baby song, which by Versus rules she could she could play. Mm-hmm. But that that was a deep cut on his album. People knew it because of like it was her, but it wasn't like a radio single. It wasn't a smash, you know what I'm saying? So I don't even know what Swiss Beats. Maybe they could get anybody else on the phone. Um, but I think there's just like some other people out there who could have. Like we've talked about this before. I don't know who Mary J. Blige could go against because she probably would kill everyone just because of her just because of her catalog. But yeah. like. I think Mary J probably will be open to something like this. And the, th- the
2: thing about Mary, Mary could probably give us twenty five songs. She probably could give us forty. She can give us <laughs> on both <laughs> ends, bro. Mary J is because she's been J. consistent
1: from her first album to like her
2: recent stuff. Oh yeah, she ain't stopped. <laughs> no, like Mary J is is yeah. we we if we really be honest, you know, Mary J hasn't she's never fallen off.
1: Oh, and she got great collabs. Like she just got. She got she, stuff, man.
2: She got st- and, she, and the thing about it, she got ballads, she got bops, she got all yep. kind of stuff. And, and messing th- with
1: the stuff about her not being the best singer—that's not what verses is about. It's mm-hmm. about hits.
2: It's about <laughs> hits. It's about hits. And the thing, and even when we talk about Keisha Cole and Ashanti, we Keisha Cole is a better singer than Ashanti. I'm and that say don't that. say n- that don't say much enough, <laughs> <laughs> right? But they don't even have enough like hits to even warrant. A a versus, am I probably going to listen to some of it? Maybe because it's just the thing that you know. If I ain't got nothing else to do, I might listen to it. Um, but I guess Ashanti gonna have to try to bring out some Dry Rule songs or you know some. And 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 are you doing like writing credits? Because in that case, a couple of J Lo songs are in there. So. Should I, should I-
1: now he says she's saying better than the show. This is what I'm telling y'all, that, that don't mean much. And
2: why? Don't, wife.
1: My petty's turned up today.
2: Beautiful.
1: And It's going to get so much better. Yeah, choose a city of refuge.
2: You Refuge, California?
1: California.
2: It, it, and the funny thing, that's the song that, you know, the people that ain't saved, the really love the Lord, they sing that song.
1: for the night time. They said, take your time. <laughs> this is what we got in the verses. This is mm-hmm. what we got coming up in the verses, y'all. That's what we got coming up
2: hopefully they don't they don't say oh
1: they bet not sing
2: they better press play like. and Just the only reason
1: play. why i'm going to probably watch it is because asha y'all pray for her she wants to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to watch it So by virtue of her listening to it and like tuning in i'm probably going to be around but yeah uh, i'll probably, probably listen to it i'm gonna check it out so that we can review it again i'm gonna do it for podcast purposes i am not watching it for entertainment mm-hmm. um while it's going to be
2: definitely entertaining, <laughs> oh yeah. And uh, another thing that sucks though about it, there's like no, like we've had some like animosity versus. Mm-hmm. So even if like you know, there was you know the music was more well, the Zazie they had good music, um Randy and Brock had good music, Brandy and Monica had good music. But this one, it's just they don't have all the hits, and yep. there's no animosity. So like, what is the what is the draw?
1: Just I very similar subpar artists who happened to you know went going a high streak in their career at some point, but yeah,
2: they both had like
1: a good five year run, yeah, that's neither here nor there uh speaking of verses, we are having another exhibition fight um so now um boxers are following in the shoes of Mike Tyson and um, Roy Jones jr. Floyd mayweather who, who mm-hmm. his, More so. money. Listen, he can't read a contract, but he can fight for one. He is coming to the ring and fighting (laughs) and fighting YouTuber Logan Paul in what they're calling a super exhibition match. Now, for you who do not know Logan Paul, Logan Paul is the brother of Jake Paul, and Jake Paul most recently knocked out former NBA player Nate Robinson. (laughs) Remember, we talked about that last week how Nate Robinson got the Jingle Jangle knocked out of him? So he's knocked out. I mean, fetal position. He's still asleep. He's still asleep. Wake up. Wake up. <laughs> wake up. Wake up. Wake up everybody no more sleeping in bed. Wake um up, listen, wake up. But his brother, Logan, is going to come to the ring and apparently Logan is a YouTuber, he's been training to box and he's actually lost um, the two fights that he's been a part of. But here's the interesting thing. Floyd Mayweather is probably in much better shape. Probably like he's he's predicted to win this by a landslide. Oh yeah. But Floyd is old. Floyd's Mm -hmm. in his 40s. Logan's 25. Logan's, I think, like 6'2", over Floyd being Mm 5'8". Logan's, like, 200-some pounds over – or almost 200 pounds versus uh, Floyd being 150. Mm -hmm. So, like, like, boxing stats, Mm -hmm. he has a clear advantage over Floyd. I think what Floyd does best is his, like, his swiftness, his ability to not get hit things oh, yeah. like that and because he is a boxer and one of the best well, you know you can say a lot of things about him personally but as right. far as boxing is concerned the he's one of fight. the best the man can fight so i think it's going to actually be interesting because if the man was if logan was smart i would use my size to the most advantage i have and you got oh, yeah. the fight is february 2021 um, um. So he got a, He got a little time to prepare himself. I still think Floyd is gonna win. Oh yeah. But I think this is gonna be something interesting. I don't know why these people are doing these exhibition fights and things like that. And Floyd don't even need the money.
2: Right. But the thing about Floyd not needing the money, he's still gonna get the money. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, no. And that's
1: the thing. Like I, I really believe this is a money grab. But oh, I'm yeah. like, but it, but like, cause like Mike has. Mike has recovered, so he's done some things since he went, you know, went through all of his stuff. But he probably could have used that million dollars. <laughs> that million. Floyd don't need a uh-uh. couple of extra million dollars. You Flo, know what I'm Floyd saying? Floyd rich, rich. He rich, rich. Like rich, rich, He make rich folk look poor. He oh, yeah. <laughs> He rich, rich. Mm-hmm. Um, but neither he nor there. Here nor there. Um, all right. Last thing on the billboard is another sport, Kind of a – we start the show off about sports, and I don't know if this is we, a. We, – we've been sporty. We've been sporting. We've been sporting. Um, I don't know if this is a sport, but breakdancing is now an official Olympic game. <laughs> it is going to premiere. <laughs> it is going
2: to, yeah, going to premiere, to
1: premiere. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the next set of Olympic games in 2024 in Paris. Um, the International Olympics Committee. Now, this made me raise my eyebrow, Brian, because okay. it said the, the International Olympics Committee Pursuit of Urban Events was to lure a younger audience first of all they were pursuing urban events whatever oh, that means we know to that lure, right mm-hmm. to lure a younger audience and they saw sh- um, street dance battles um, as one of those things that they thought they could do to, to lure young people I don't know why they thought they would lure young people we, we don't, break don't break dance we don't break dance our uh, parents break dance I don't know the the past and first is it that. broke dance bro- broke dance <laughs> Dance danced. broke. They did that. <laughs> they they danced break. Yeah, they did that. Yes. yes, yes. They was the ones breaking. There we go. We didn't do that. Like we know what it is. We've seen right. it, and you know all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. But anyway, that lets you know how out of touch they are. But anyway, it's going to be official, Brian. We need to pull Chris and yes. get us some some bomber jackets and some spray let's paint. Let's do it. And you know, put some parts in the side of our heads, and let's learn these moves. Let's get and it. And let's and let's qualify for the Olympics. F- we can do it, bro. If we qualify to get a gold medal for breakdancing, <laughs> this this show we already call ourselves Ultra Black. This will officially be the blackest, blackest, the blackest podcast to ever exist.
2: Oh yeah. We but are the,
1: Olympic gold medalists.
2: Right. And but the sad thing is, I think some Asians are probably gonna win breakdancing.
1: Oh, probably. Cause they're finna because that's their stuff. That's their jam. Asians can dance, brother. They can dance. That's their thing. <laughs> they might dance better than black folks. They like, they'd dance. be out here dancing. But it. bro, I'm telling
2: you, if I was serious, I would. I would. This 31 year old body would we'll train. Listen, we got what? I'm gonna say two years to really Listen, get good and figure out how, how how can we qualify? Right. And we can and we can we can document it and make a movie out about yep.
1: it. Get us a Hulu documentary. Right. We'd be like, Who
2: running this? <laughs> From pool pitch Robot. to
1: to break dancing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the documentary name.
2: And I don't know if y'all see this fool is in there pop locking while <laughs> he's talking. Oh, I see a snake. I see a snake. All right,
1: let's let's go. We got some special plan for y'all. Uh, it's a December to remember, and we talking about holidays and Christmas and all that kind of stuff all month. And it's we, the
2: most wonderful time there you go. of the year. Yeah,
1: that makes my heart glad. I got them singing. <laughs> It's jingle jangling. <laughs> uh, but all right, grab your drinks, grab your eggnog, grab your chestnuts, grab your whatever it is that you do for the holidays, and let's go to the liberal. Let's do it. Let's go.
2: Let's about your love.
1: It's about the all right, good people. We are here for another living room conversation. And like we yep. said, today's going to be fun. It's going to be light. Uh, we're talking all things Christmas, movies, music, and tradition. So let's jump right into the conversation, bro. Um, Pomona, California. Uh-huh. 1993 is the year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How were you celebrating Christmas? Well, it
2: was uh... a... <laughs> 85 degree day. <laughs> oh, that's that's
1: that's that's so bad.
2: <laughs> Put on my shorts and t shirt and my sandals my <laughs> way downstairs. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think during that time Christmas was still a thing in our household. Yeah. Um uh, so let's see, let's say ninety three I was eight. So yeah, we were still doing we were still doing uh Christmas at that time. Um said ninety four. Four, I was four
1: said? I'm saying I was four. Oh, you were four Just, just saying oh. how much older you are Go ahead
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> I was eight So yeah I was still I still enjoyed Christmas um, Yeah so we Had the Christmas tree uh, In California A lot of people We do the real Christmas trees Like the actual pine Christmas mm-hmm. tree So mm-hmm. Every year Like our tradition Y'all was didn't to have do- like
1: a palm tree In your house? Don't do that I <laughs> did <laughs>
2: No. Um, So, so, you know, we would go to uh, go find a tree. So as a family, we would go try to find the tree that we all could agree on. Nice. Okay. Uh, So sometimes it would be the regular pine tree. Sometimes it would be like the little spray painted white one that looked like it had frost all over it. No cacti?
1: (laughs) I'm just trying to envision this West Coast Christmas. (laughs)
2: No cacti. <laughs> no palm trees. No bonsai trees. No weed weed plants. Yeah, no marijuana. <laughs> no marijuana plants. None of that. We had a, a real Christmas tree. Well, you
1: grew up in a sanctified house. I wouldn't I wouldn't imagine no no marijuana plants anyway. <laughs> uh uh-uh.
2: We was holy. We were sanctified.
1: Oh sanctified. <laughs> oh man!
2: Uh, yeah, so we like like just any other any other family. We went to go find our Christmas tree, put it up, decorated. My mom uh, did great decorations. She had a few things like uh, she had this thing about uh, like a bowl of like oranges and walnuts and nuts and stuff like that. I and...
1: think that's a black
2: mama thing. <laughs> Is it a black thing? Okay.
1: <laughs> I think so. We had oranges and apples and pecans at the and the, the nutcrack was sitting in the bowl, so you could just yes.
2: Okay, okay, so it's it's black, and I think when I go home with the Lawrence family, they have like a thing of nuts, and we just eat nuts all day, yep. all right, so it is a black it's a, Christmas,
1: yep, it's a, I think it's generational, yep, they just do it,
2: okay, so that's, so we, we do that, and yeah, and just, I think we wake up early in the morning, get our gifts yeah and have a great time what about you so um
1: some of the same we never had a real tree for a couple of reasons i don't think my mom wanted to deal with the maintenance of it right. two i had really bad asthma and sin- i still have real terrible sinuses I had problems but um it couldn't be that much wildlife in my house with all the kind of breathing issues <laughs> that, I, that i had growing <laughs> up um but we would definitely get a tree um the same tree every year just pull dust that junk off out the out the garage mm-hmm. well excuse me the carport <laughs> we would get it out of there and um uh, my mom would she would change our decorations every two years so she would always ask us what colors do we want and as much as she wanted our input she would pretty much fix the tree like we would put stuff on there she would go back and redecorate it um yeah, man, we would to decorate the house. I mean, she would have, like, little reindeers on the, the fireplace and a, a wreath on the door or a wreath over the, a wreath over the fireplace. And um, we just, I mean, it was just a thing. Like, we, we had the, the bowl full of fruit and nuts as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't, so my, I think, I don't know if I told this story before, but my extended family, we're not, like, super, super close. Okay. So holidays was just my immediate family, right. um, my grandmother, mm-hmm. uh, my paternal grandmother and then um my my mom's baby brother his family when he was still when he was still alive and married um they 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 would come over we would spend Christmases together mm-hmm. um growing up and the one thing i loved about christmas which i've kind of brought on a uh, pause for the cause so okay. i talking about christmas and my children jaden sent me a text message because the last almost four weeks the man of god has wanted me to talk about him on the podcast so (laughs) jaden this is for you i am talking about you he also wants me to mention and tell the podcast world that he loves big city green (laughs) the cartoon on on disney channel his favorite character is cricket green and yes son i know that you don't like podcasts because you say i don't want to listen to talk that's what he says but if you're listening this is for you you can turn it off now all right, God bless you. All right, you. so anyway, one of the things that, that I like to do that I like to do that I've transferred um, to my household as a tradition that we did was my parents used to legit have our house look like a freaking catalog. Uh, we would wake up on Christmas morning, bro, and like we would have gifts under the tree. But mm-hmm. most of the gifts on the tree would be um, like stuff we got from other people, or clothing right. and stuff like that, or just like little minuscule things. But I'm telling you, like, bro, bike set up, the mm-hmm. train is going around the track, the Barbie doll, Barbie doll house is already up. I mean, stuff is positioned like dolls, oh, are like, in on, position. like on movies, bro, like legit in movies. And then my mom would have like a couple of outfits laid on the couch by child with shoes and for like. When I tell you they set that living room up, I like we would walk, we would walk in there like it's magic. It's just <laughs> magic, and that is something that I've definitely um, picked up on. I know, like me and my wife are trying to start our own tri- Christmas traditions. Like as adults, we make sure our boys do um, decorate cookies. Uh, so when Rona ain't acting up, we definitely got to add Brooklyn to the you know to the list. And oh yeah. Um, come over and decorate cookies and stuff like that. Um, so that's something we do every Christmas Eve with the boys. Mm-hmm. And Santa Claus that comes to this house, Clarence Claus, he actually does not like milk and cookies. Um, okay. Milk and chocolate he cookies. He's lactose intolerant? Um, I don't know about all that. He just don't drink milk. What he likes is oatmeal <laughs> cookies, no raisins with cranberry chips. <laughs>
2: No that's, cookie, no raisins. Yes, okay.
1: with cranberry juice. That's what Clarence Claus that comes to this house likes, okay? Uh, that's what Black Santa likes. Uh, but no, man, like that, that was Christmas and we would always, oh, this is the other thing. So me and my sisters, we would always find us the best outfit to wear in the living room. Okay. Because, um, you know, we just, we we like I said, we celebrate with my uncle. Um, mm-hmm. So we were either going to be at our house or their house. And I remember one year, bro, my mom got me, Rashad and Jessica tan matching Mecca, like you remember the brand Mecca? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Mecca velour suits, right? (laughs) Uh The jacket and the pants. <laughs> Matching. But suits, bro. We was bro, and I had my uh I had my OG Adidas, <laughs> the shell toes with that joint.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. I hope there's a picture of that, of that somewhere.
1: Bro, it's probably a picture somewhere. And it's like uh, bro, when I tell you they were like these tan velour, and it was like brown mecca on the front. We had oh, all I'm, three I'm, of us. I'm and it was broke. They were Burlington specials. But <laughs> we was. <laughs> My mama dressed them, but you know, balloon was in, bro.
2: It was in because I Blue probably
1: I, I probably had on my platinum football pajamas that morning.
2: I'm sure balloon <laughs> that's when like baby fat and uh, what's the other stuff? Eniche, yep, Echo, Echo, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Mecca was one of the things that you know, Pele Pele, Pele Pele, Pele Jabot jeans, Jerbo. <laughs> yeah, you that know, all the time
1: because y'all, y'all look kids now wearing these Air Force ones, but we had a whole song. Oh yeah. Air Force One's was our thing. two pair. Yeah, listen. Like our parents did the Adidas at the Chuck Taylors. We did the forces. So y'all are trying to bring it back, but ain't nothing on the air. So that was, those were some of our traditions. I mm-hmm. brought up Santa Claus.
2: Okay. Do you do you believe in the magic okay. of Santa? Um no. So let me say Ooh, this. So, <laughs> so right. let me say this. So my mom, she said from, from jump, I did not like Santa. Like. She said she would try to take us to the mall and have us sit on Santa's lap and all that kind of stuff. I can see baby Brian now want to sit on a white man's lap. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I guess, you know, I knew since I was a child. Uh, She said, get this
1: colonized away from me.
2: (laughs) Get him away. Go back to where you came from. Uh, She said, like, I would try to, you know, she tried to take us to the mall. Like I I wanted no, and not like I was afraid of Santa, but I wanted no parts of Santa. She Mm. said he would try to give me, like, uh, little little candy cane. She said, "I'd be like, no, nah, no, thank you." So, <laughs> oh, you know, we—I never liked Santa growing up. So, Santa wasn't like a a, a, a part of our Christmas. Okay. Um, we knew about Santa, of course. You know, yeah. Santa was important through Christmas, but it wasn't like, oh, look what Santa bought you. It was just look what we got you. Um, because I just never liked Santa. I didn't really care for Santa, so she didn't put Santa. um And Santa wasn't part of our Christmas.
1: No, I get. So, are you? How are you gonna translate that to Brooke?
2: Um, probably won't do Santa with Brooklyn. I gotta rescue rescue my baby. (laughs) (laughs) Probably won't do Santa with like she'll know who Santa is because you know, of course, I I I I never want you know my child to be the one that just doesn't know stuff. Uh, So she's gonna know about Santa. You gonna have Brooklyn and and kindergarten ruining all these kids? (laughs) She might she might be the black kid and be like. Santa ain't real. <laughs> Santa ain't nobody colonizing and you know, she's gonna be doing all that stuff, you know.
1: Oh man, no. so, no. um, so, all right. So you never did Santa. I we did, and my parents weren't the type of parents that made a big deal about them, but mm-hmm. they also didn't kill our innocence. So, right. I said earlier I had asthma as a kid. So interesting story. How Santa, me finding out there, you know santa wasn't real um was actually the same way that i my parents found out that i was diagnosed with asthma so okay. here's <laughs> the story yeah so i used to um and i still do christmas eve even as an adult bro i have a hard time going to sleep it's just something about the magic of christmas i just can't mm-hmm. um, and even post my santa days it's just i would have a hard time was it be up at like 6 a.m waking the, waking the house up so anyway it was one of those years we were living in the um the Graceland Apartments. Okay. No, the Hickory Ridge Apartments. That's all where right. we were. Hickory Hill.
2: Hickory Ridge Hickory, or Hickory Hill. Oh, get it together, Reverend.
1: One of them apartments right there on Winchester, off Winchester. I know where it was, though. <laughs> <Them apartments. laughs> we live in those apartments. And um, I was like, super excited. And this particular Christmas Eve, I was so excited that I couldn't breathe. Okay. And I ran to the, well, probably didn't run I probably didn't have it, but I went to the front. And when I bust open the door, I saw my parents putting up all the toys. And they kind of paused like a deer headlights. I was shocked. I was like, the heck are you doing? But then I'm <laughs> like, I can't breathe. And my parents, my first, they thought, the story that they tell me is that they thought I was just like hyperventilating because, mm-hmm. I, you know, I was excited. But then they was like, wait a minute, this boy, like, no. So they took me to Lebano, That's the children's hospital in Memphis. Mm-hmm. And they found, I was like, your son has asthma. Oh, wow. And from that point, you know, I got, and I had an asthma attack almost every Christmas Eve's. Then until i was like maybe 10. Oh, so, okay so much so that like so my parents has a have a binder of like all of our certificates and awards from school mm-hmm. i have like five certificates from le Bonheur from the as the big heart award recipient because i was in the hospital every christmas every year, year. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't like an overnight stay it was just enough to get my treatments mm-hmm. and because my little pump wasn't like the excitement plus my asthma that pump mm-hmm. was doing nothing i needed nothing. a full treatment mask and all so that's how i found out that there was no santa um uh, but yeah i teach my kids that i mean i don't know i don't i don't know that we taught them i think it was kind of like that natural their mm-hmm. belief um uh, but what i do understand is that santa is, what they do know santa is black okay representation matters mm-hmm. um another funny santa story we were in cumberland mall last year all right. before okay. i would say before the rona but apparently rona was here 20 in november of last year it, w- it was <laughs> when it we, was sure just was. Out, we was just out we was just out touching know. and coughing and doing all kind of stuff with people <laughs> right. um but anyway so they had like coffee with santa the saturday that we went and they were writing letters and Jaden was excited and i was like lord at first i didn't think that enough but I was like i don't know so the the white santa Jaden walks up to him and was like hey you know this is what i want and um uh, Santa was like, "Okay, we'll we'll see what we can do about that." And Jaden proceeds to tell this man ten toes down. Brian,
2: mm-hmm. you ready? This okay. is your, this is your nephew for real. Oh, I'm I'm pretty sure.
1: Ten toes down, <laughs> he says, "It's okay. My Santa's black. He's going to get it for me." <laughs> I said, Jaden, let's go. <laughs> said, no white let's man can go. do
2: what
1: I need. <laughs> he said, you ain't, you ain't even got to stress yourself out about that, man. <laughs> he said, My son is black. <laughs> and when we go into stores, he'd be like, Mm-mm, where the
2: black sound?
1: <laughs> we don't believe
2: him. Yes, that's my nephew. I
1: mean, he'd be loud. He'd be loud. He'd be loud. Mm-hmm. So, um, lowest the keys. And yeah. I know the, I'm, I'm trying to talk like a low because I know the boys upstairs. Okay. I, I believe Josh is easing on out because he started last year he said it sounded real and I was like yes because Jay was I was like yes absolutely he said so why is it that all the time right before Christmas y'all get all these boxes and stuff from Amazon and then <laughs> I'd be like I said so you're thinking too much you're too small for your own good go upstairs
2: right. and, and Santa these days has he has a different way of logistics he he don't have to necessarily come in the chimney no more. He can actually just send it to your parents. Listen, that's,
1: that's what I tell you, And I, that's why too, because our Christmas tree slowly grows with gifts. And I tell Jaden that he drops things. He keeps me on my toes. <laughs> I said, he drops <laughs> things off period. I said, the only way that he could go to every child's house in a night is if he slowly drops stuff off up until Christmas. Right. I said, so he's only giving you your really big stuff on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And Jaden's like, yeah, that makes sense. I'm like, I'm glad it does. Cause I don't know what I was going to have to tell you. Right. Uh, <laughs> but speaking of black representation, um, or black sandals as a reputation, black, like representation matters, right? It does. Even in Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, so we talked about some of the traditions. What, what, what are, so I guess, some of your favorite, um, uh, black Christmas movies. I think we've talked about this before a little bit in brevity.
2: Uh, yes. Yeah, so we kind of talked about it in the last episode with uh, we just Justin, shout out to Justin Cornwell, Justin Cornwell, yeah, Young Geronicus, great, great brothers, friend of the friend pod, friend, <laughs> friend of the podcast, <laughs> great friend of the podcast. Uh, black Christmas movies. Um, uh, let me see. What's my favorite black Christmas? Okay, so before I answer that question, question for you. Okay, is the Friday after next? No. Or the... What's that one they it's on during Christmas? Is the last Friday? Friday after next. Friday after next? hmm Is that considered a Christmas movie? It's a Christmas movie. Okay. I thought so.
1: It's literally about Christmas.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, Ricky Smiley plays the crackhead. As the crackhead Christmas Santa. <laughs> okay. That's um, yeah, not one of my favorites, but that is a good black <laughs> Christmas movie. It's a movie. funny one. It's a funny black Christmas movie. Um, this Christmas is a, is another... Shouts out Mm. to Aunt Linda Ramsey. Uh, She, every single Christmas, time we go to her house, she's playing this Christmas. Okay. Every single year. Okay. Um, That's a tradition. Yeah. So, you know, black Christmas movies are The Best Man Holiday. Best Man Holiday. Uh, Is a good old black Christmas movie that, you know, gets me every time I watch it. It's a tearjerker. It's it's definitely a tearjerker. It's the tearjerker. Um, and there's so many emotions that are tied to that movie as far as the time when we first saw, when my wife and I first saw, we were going through some like family issues where people were like passing away and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Spoiler alert, somebody passes away. Um, Listen, boy. if you ain't seen Best Man Holiday by now, <laughs> ain't no spoiler alerts. <laughs> right. So, it, you know, so during that time, we, it, it got both of us because we were going through some family stuff where people were passing away and stuff like that. So we were in the theater just going forth yeah Um, what about you what are some things that you
1: um like? yeah black movies um almost christmas oh. is one of oh, my yeah. favorites um david e talbert yep david e. talbert. <laughs> he, he Shout might out. be black sand he might be black sand he might be black sand because he gave us almost christmas <laughs> and jingle jangle two of the of the
2: classic black movies um, yes.
1: right and jingle jangle just came. you know what they have a 92 percent rating on rotten tomatoes even still I just saw that. Time. I can believe that. So, like, I can totally it's, believe that. It. It's like it's consistent. It's been out for a while and it's been consistent. We um, <clears throat> almost Christmas. Like, say what you want to say about Monique. She is a talent. Oh and, yeah. Like she was not even the star of the movie and took mm-hmm. like took this over the role. Like her her portrayal of being Aunt May mm-hmm. was just and her comedic timing. And I know she kind of had like she cusses a lot, <laughs> but it's mm-hmm. just it's hilarious. She's a She's hilarious. She made the movie. Context, though.
2: The cursing wasn't like, you know, sometimes sometimes you watch a movie or you're listening to something and it feel like the cursing is just forced. Yeah. Her cursing was like, it made sense. It made sense. And it was funny. It It was comedic timing, like you said.
1: Mm-hmm. And she she's just great. And I I love the ensemble that they put together. I think they all did well. Ooh, it was great. great. It was great. Cast. I mean, you had some great like Nicole Ari Parker, Danny Glover, Monique, um Gabriel Union. Gabrielle Union, JB Smooth, Robbie um, Malco. Yep, Malco, Kimberly Elise, Jesse T. Usher, mm-hmm. Rising Star, you know JB what I'm Smooth. Yep, JB, Omar Epps. Uh, Omar, Omar, Epps was yeah. in there. <laughs> Omar, oh oh uh, Gladys Knight was did a uh, had a cameo in that joint. <laughs> like it was just, it was just a movie. Um, yeah. So you got that. Oh, the Preacher's Wife. It's a it's a movie, man. Denzel it, Washington, it, Whitney Houston. Um, we all know messy, it is messy. It's it messy. messy, but it's a it's it's a classic it's a one. Messy, classic it's movie. a messy classic <laughs> movie. um what do we talk about this Christmas? Jingle Jangle, of course. Oh yeah, gotta Brand let your jingle classic. jangle. Brand new classic. Gotta let you jingle jangle. Uh, you said best man holiday. Here's some that I, I pulled out the vault that okay. I, I don't think we thought about. Last holiday with Queen Latifah. I remember, she got I've diagnosed with the fake like disease and she went overseas. Mm-hmm. Her and LL Cool J. That was, I mean, it was it's cool and cute. It's not like yeah. a classic, but it's you know it's I watch it. Friday after the next, we said that and then perfect holiday. I think that's one that people forget about with um. Morris Chestnut and Gabrielle Union. He was like the, the songwriter wanting to write songs and stuff, but ended up um wanting to date Gabrielle Union and her like baby daddy was an artist or something. Like it was, it was, it was, it's one of mm. those things. If you see it, you'll remember it. Perfect okay. holiday. Perfect holiday. Again, it's it's behind last holiday. And it borderlines low budget Amazon, made for Amazon type of movie, Ooh. but It's not a terrible one So and I was kind of like Man Because I felt like I was missing some black classics Or Mm -hmm. some black movies And I'm like And that one popped up Um, Another one that's not like Super popular Was Black Nativity Turned into a film With Forrest Whitaker And um, What's her name Jennifer Hudson Mm -hmm. And what's Old Boy From the shy.
2: Uh, Marcus, not Marcus. Is it Mark, mm-hmm. Marcus Lattimore. No, it's, it's yeah, Jacob Lattimore. Jacob Lattimore. Jacob
1: I mean, Lattimore. Lattimore. Yeah, Tyrese next. is in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, it's, I mean, that's a good one. So, all right. So, if we took all of those black movies, all mm-hmm. right, what would be your Mount Rushmore of black Christmas movies? Um. Uh, mm.
2: So I'm definitely gonna say Jingle Jangle. Jing- I need to have had my keys sitting beside me. <laughs> <laughs> Jingle Jangle is is. It it went to the top kind of quickly.
1: Yeah, it, it it's a good one, man. It's a good one. Um, mm. all right. So that's one. We
2: got three. This more. Christmas. Okay. If you think about the, the, the cast and just the storyline, Loretta Devine. Yeah, this Christmas.
1: Of. I,
2: I like almost Christmas. Let me see. David Topper gave us two. Gave two, us two good ones. And then probably I'm gonna probably go with Best Man Holiday. You know what?
1: I think it's unanimous. I don't. I wouldn't change that. No. I think I think you could possibly, depending on who you're talking to, interchange one of those with the preacher's wife because yeah. it's such a classic, and it it's a black movie, but like you know, white people love it. He's, and, and oh, yeah. Denzel Washington, right? Oh yeah. So I think you got like it, it's it's in there. But when you think about just kind of like black, like you know, like black movies, mm-hmm. though, when we talk about black, and the thing about Jingle Jangle, while it is more, I guess it had more of a commercial success. I right. think, like we talked about last week, though, it gave us something so different that we haven't seen. Number one in Christmas movies. In black Christmas movies, and then sometimes just in black movies in general, it was a very well-produced, high-budgeted musical. Oh, yeah, with stellar black people. Oh, you know what I'm saying? And that's something that, and then it wasn't just like your random, like again, I love Fortis Witcher, love his art, but I know he's not nobody's singer. So outside of like one of like those couple of moments where he was kind of singing, like, Mm -hmm. but even that it was bearable because it went with the storyline. You yep. know what I'm saying? Most musicals, when the song is introduced, it's meant to introduce like an emotion and mm-hmm. all the different kind of stuff, or to tell you like to further the script. And um yeah, man, like yeah, I I don't know that I, I don't know that I would change it. I think the, the Mount Rushmore definitely would be this Christmas, Best man Holiday, Almost Christmas, A Jingle Jangle.
2: Yeah, and um, and, the, and and the thing about this Christmas, Best man Holiday, and Almost Christmas have big old casts. Like they brought out all the all the people. Oh yeah. Um. And sometimes that doesn't work when you throw right. all these stars, but it mm-hmm. worked. It worked. It worked really well. The storylines were great. It, um, th- those are movies I can, I can watch over and over.
1: I've already watched Almost Christmas twice, and almost watched it for a third time last night.
2: Yeah, I, I actually <laughs> recently bought Almost Christmas, like on DVD, Blu-ray, because I just wanted to have, like, <laughs> I'm old school, so I like to have the DVD copy of it. Um, almost Christmas is something that it's, it's, it's there. It's there. Um. So yeah, and so yeah, Mount Rushmore, all day.
1: So let's diversify the podcast tab bit. Okay. <clears throat> Top five Christmas movies in general. In general.
2: Okay. In general. So You they go don't go first, have to go be. Like, I'll
1: go first. I'll okay. go first. Okay. So I've thought about this some. All right. I came. I came to the mic prepared. <laughs> <laughs> so, to, in in no particular order, except my number one, because this is my all time favorite Christmas movie regardless of race, gender, creed, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Right. This is my this is my first amendment. <laughs> Christmas movie. <laughs> A Christmas carol. The story of Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh yeah. Is just second Mm -hmm. to none it is a story of redemption and grace great story it is just amazing story and you can tell how great it is because it's been redone several different ways uh every almost um sitcom has done a version of it and so Mm -hmm. in some regards um so like number one number one number one number one great story it's kind of dark like if you really look at it, like from the, mm-hmm. like the majority of the movie is really dark, but like the, the lesson behind it is what gets me. Oh yeah.
2: It's, it's like the me. capitalism. It's, it's the, it's the movie for the United States. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> Green, capitalism, capitalism. The, lost,
1: the lost of joy in his soul and just, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So yeah. I love it. Um, okay. Now the rest of these in no particular order are, uh, almost Christmas, um,
2: the Grinch, okay, okay. The Grinch is okay. The Grinch is, five? is
1: in my top five, bro. Like it is, okay. it is a movie, and Jim Carrey was just. And I'm talking about the one with Jim Carrey, like that okay. was. It, it was a moment. I like it again, mm-hmm. I, and I don't know, maybe because that's why the color purple. Is, like sidebar, that's why the color purple is my favorite movie. It's something about these stories of redemption and grace mm-hmm. that just really, maybe that's the preacher me. It just speaks to me, and that's what the Grinch is too. Like yeah. he goes from this soulless kind of guy to Becoming Brian Hare after Thanksgiving, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like he all of a sudden he turns it on after his experience. His anyway, um, Here's one that may shock you: four Christmases. Four
2: Christmases. That's with the white people. They white people.
1: So they both of their parents are divorced. So they go to four different Christmases, um, and basically, it's it's so for a season. My favorite film genre was rom coms um and that's kind of yeah you can't go wrong uh and that was one of them so basically the storyline is they go to all of their family houses in the same day but the premise of it is is that they had vowed to like not have children and do all that kind of stuff because Mm -hmm. they didn't want their children to experience what they had to go through with these four right because of course at the end Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious. It's yeah. hilarious. It's one of my favorite ones that I could watch over and over and over and over. And for fifth, it's kind of a tie between um, The Preacher's Wife and This Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. When I'm talking top five. Uh, because kind of like how we said about BAPS, if either one of them is on during Christmas season, like mm-hmm. almost Christmas, I had already watched it twice already. It came on yesterday. I started to watch The only reason why I changed it is because The Grinch was on at the same time and I hadn't watched it yet. So if The Preacher's Wife or This Christmas is on, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. So yeah. it's kind of like, I, that's six, but that's they, they're, they're tied
2: for that fifth spot because
1: I just right. can't. I can't choose.
2: Right. How about you? That's a good list. Um, okay, so I'm going <clears> to <throat> just move two out of the way just because we already talked about them. So Jingle All the Way No, sorry. Uh, almost Christmas. Okay. We already talked about that one. Again, I can, can't say enough about that move back and watch it all Day every day, I can watch that movie outside of Christmas. It's it could stand alone. No, oh, yeah, it's one of those. Um, <clears throat> Jingle Jangle, of course, my new favorite. Um, then I'm gonna go to the white movies, right? Uh, Jingle All the Way. Oh, that's a uh, good one. Oh, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sinbad. And we kind of talked about this last week, and we did not give you know, prayers up to Sinbad. Uh, Sinbad at one point was hot, like, oh, yeah, Sinbad. Doesn't get enough credit for Walter from excellence. a Different World. Oh yeah, Sin, Sinbad is it's funny. Sinbad mm-hmm. don't get enough credit that he, he deserves. Uh, so Jingle All the Way is a great movie. I I actually had watched that one <clears throat> about a month or two ago. And again, off of Christmas. It wasn't even during Christmas. I said oh I want to see Jingle All the Way, so I watched mm-hmm. that one. Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, ooh, that is white, white. It's super white. Ooh. Chevy Chase. Jesus Christ. Um
1: your Laguna oh. Beach is showing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, I went from super black almost Christmas and Jingle uh, Jangle. Bro, you went from you went from <laughs> NWA to,
1: to uh what's the match After to get, what, to get to, right to vanilla ice So what you doing over? <laughs> uh,
2: so National Lampoon's Christmas. <laughs> okay. Um and then I'm gonna round it out with something you probably don't like. Home Alone.
1: Okay, so let's talk about Home Alone. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about this white boy being stuck in this house.
2: (laughs) Let's talk about it. Let's okay. So (laughs) let's let's just do what they say. Let's unpack this. Let's unpack this. So let's start.
1: (laughs) Let's start here. Home Alone. The series is is decent. I I just I'm the one to admit. Preparing for the podcast, I was had a long week. I was relaxing on the couch and you know Freeform, formerly Mm -hmm. known as ABC Family. Mm-hmm. Um, does the Twenty Five Days of Christmas? They show Home Alone One and Two. I think Three is about to come on after this.
2: Okay, and so 3 is with the other little, the new white boy. I think
1: Three and Four was the was the new white boy. Wow. We can we can say yeah. that. Yeah, Disin- just disinterested that. in those. However, this happened four times, Brian. Yeah, they theoretically left the same child at home four times. Yes. yes. The other part about it is how you make it all the way on the plane. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many of y'all it was, because your cousins and them aunties ain't your responsibility. How do you all right. be on the plane without your child? Right. right. Let's start there. Okay. Number two, number two, this is going to sound hard, but in a re- real world, Macaulay Culkin would have been dead. There wouldn't have been no movie. Oh. Them Robbers wouldn't have been playing with him and all them tricks and no. all that kind of stuff. They wouldn't no. have done that. Mm-mm. And, but I, what I will say to his credit is that he was very resourceful, which mm-hmm. lets me know the fact that he could come up with all of that at such a young age, he's been abandoned at home before. <laughs> where was defects? <laughs> where was the reports, man of God? Like, where was the, because if this was a black family, kid would have been dead. Family mm-hmm. would have been locked up. Mm-hmm. All these different types of things. And
2: the, not the one charge.
1: Not one charge, not one nothing. He come home talking about what we got to do. He told me, "Oh, hey, bought milk. I went to the store." And the dad was like, ha, ha, ha. "Well, oh, what else wow, did okay. you do while we were going?" He was like, huh, uh, "Just lounging around and y'all just going on like normal."
2: Right. And,
1: and then here comes two. Okay. You leave him at home again. No, this time you didn't leave him at home. He got lost in the airport. Mm-hmm, separate the flights. Mm-hmm. You and you on your way to Florida. Mm-hmm. And then now he. Is in no. New York by himself. By himself in a hotel room. Run up your credit cards, bro. I'm right. gonna let you. I'm gonna let you have because that's on your top five. I'm gonna let, I'm right, gonna let I
2: you. I guess you know, and we can talk about it because <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Because one, okay, going back to the first one, okay, you, Kevin was the baby of the most, family, not just the, the immediate
1: family. family, all fifty of them.
2: Right. So in most cases, you're going to watch out for the baby. The baby is usually like. The not I'm not saying spoiled, but they're using the baby. Like you're gonna watch mm-hmm. out for them. <clears throat> on in the second one, you lost him before, so you would be extra careful to make sure that you didn't lose him again. Um, and you want to see like the the privilege of of the mother. Like she, on the first one, she really was trying to talk to people like like as if they needed to change all their Christmas plans for her. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really really care for that. Um, but yeah, I, I like Home Alone. I can watch it every Christmas. I can watch it outside of Christmas. Um, even knowing the whole story and the the family was so verbally abusive. They were a verbally were. abusive family. They were, and because and- that's the other thing, the way
1: little Macaulay Culkin talked to his mom and dad and they got him just sent to the attic. Right. I would
2: have got punched to the basement. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, and then on on top of that, the uncle called him a little twerp or something like that. I wish my uncle would.
1: <laughs> I wish my I uncle wish. would
2: call me a twerp. I, and and I you wish broke.
1: My, and my daddy paying for your vacation.
2: Listen, you, you at my house. Speaking of daddy, what did his daddy do? You seen that house reverend? I see
1: the house reverend. You seen that house? Side see though, the house? I note: house. Brian's house is like a, a replica of the, <laughs> the <laughs> Low <Colorado> house. <laughs> But anybody who know, if you want to know who the rich friend is among Don't the podcast hosts, just the hairs. Don't they do got, that. They got the money. You know, Brooklyn's do
2: about Brooklyn's about to be going to Paris for Christmas. Don't do that.
1: <laughs> so but, can you buy but, my can I be the broke uncle? Can you buy my ticket?
2: Listen. Next year we might. I, I'm, I'm really maybe Thanksgiving. Maybe not maybe Paris or something like that for Thanksgiving
1: but uh, no seriously though what like what did that man do to have that home like that right.
2: home is amazing it's a big old house like but think about it, you have that big old house and like, You're you paying for pay
1: 30 people money. to go to Paris you paid for it <laughs> you paid for it so like what
2: what are you doing
1: bro and then the next year he paid for everybody to go to
2: Florida right because like,
1: they probably and then went it. to Disney World
2: that's the brother gag that probably they was going right and, and they live in Chicago like in the, or in the suburbs of chicago like that's not cheap
1: that ain't cheap bro they ain't that on the ain't south cheap. side of
2: chicago shout out to chance the rapper right that's not cheap so and i think I, i'm if i'm, I'm gonna be, i'm gonna say he was an attorney he looked like an attorney
1: i'm gonna say he was laundering money in the stock <laughs> in, in the stock market somewhere
2: <laughs> he was doing something like that that was there. Yeah. right because
1: sleeping with his assistant that's that's cool yeah. That's just, you know, but amen. man. Okay. That's solid. You know, and that's again, I'm not going to knock home alone because it is a classic. It's a classic. It's just as an adult, as I really look at this thing, it's a, that it's is a problematic storyline. Oh for yeah. So many reasons. And it oh, yeah. just would not have played out like that at all Mm-mm. in real life. You literally telling me that these two most wanted people like these, like bro, at the end, they, they had warrants out. They have been mm-hmm. robbing people for years. And you tell the me White they gonna play with this little boy. For right. two, three days, they've been a shot this house up and been done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, like the it, yeah, it didn't make any sense. Um, and I don't wish, I don't wish any of that on any child. I'm just saying, realistically though, let's think about oh, that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. Is I've, obviously a child by himself. And anyway, yeah, it just it just wasn't okay. Yeah, it <laughs> was not okay. All right, um, but let's let's do this. Let's go back into some um. Oh. Let's play a game before we do it. Before we move into something else, let's play a game. Let's keep it organized, right? Let's do this. One got to go. We did this with Justin, but we got to do it with each other. Two options. One got to go. All right. The Grinch. Mm -hmm. Home Alone. Okay. Preach's Wife.
2: Mm -hmm. And Elf. elf. I I just saw Elf for the first time this year. Okay. I'm not a big Will Ferrell fan. Let's start there. Oh, I'm actually a Will Ferrell fan.
1: I mean, he's okay. I mm-hmm. just not like, you know, like Anchor Never seen it. Ooh. Don't care to. I think ahead. Will
2: Ferrell's a, it's a, a choir taste. He's, do, yeah, he, he's I, definitely, love him or you just don't yeah,
1: you He's just. definitely caviar. You
2: got to like it. You got to like it because he's the same character in every, every movie. Um. Hmm. This is tough. Okay. Right? <laughs> um, I'm going to say the one that are staying first.
1: Okay, let's okay. Great way to play.
2: The Preacher's Wife is a stay.
1: Preacher's Wife gotta stay. First it's, one it's first one the It's
2: the only black movie on the list. So yep. first one off stay. the board
1: for me automatically gotta stay.
2: Yeah. Um <clears throat> Home Alone, it's a classic. And and, and it was already in my top five. So clearly that's going to stay for me.
1: Okay. Um all right, second for me off the board. Yeah. That that has to that has to that has to stay would be uh, the Grinch. Okay. Yeah. Grinch gotta stay. All right. Um, (laughs) It was in my top five. I can't throw it away.
2: Yeah, you can't throw it away. And and the the weird thing is, it was really a toss up to me between the Grinch and and Elf. I've only seen the Grinch one time, which is interesting because everybody called me the Grinch. So I've seen that one time. I've seen the the cartoon one once, the Dr. Seuss cartoon version once, and I've seen the uh, Jim Carrey version once. And there's a newer cartoon version that came out like last year. Oh, okay. That's a good I one. Too. Check it out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh,
2: it's on Netflix. God. Elf or the Grinch. Which one would I throw away? He's
1: a mean one. Gotta so, Grinch. And so, oh, your boy CeeLo sings a version of this really. Good. Right. That's what
2: I'm about to say. If, if the music is thrown. Oh, yeah, out,
1: everything okay. gotta go. Oh, elf.
2: Bye. <laughs> because see greens the grinch uh you know acapella version that's yeah it's almost second to none yeah yeah like that's a good one the hardest like unwashed socks like you know that's great so, yeah, so <clears throat> elf peace out
1: my final two is elf at home alone so i gotta deal with an actor i'm not too fond of an okay. elf and this like really ridiculous concept of him being this elf that comes to like America, he's super tall. All these different right. types of things. So. Then this problematic white boy who's lost with parents who don't really love him. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's tough. I get it. Um, I think as much as it pains me to do this, Elf we gotta go. Okay, because Home Alone is a classic. Like it's problematic it in my adult mm-hmm. policy, married to a social worker eyes. Right, but overall, if you give me a choice to say you can only pick one of
2: these two for the rest of the Christmas season oh, yeah.
1: I'm not watching Elf
2: no 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 I, <clears throat> I guess I saw it for the first time this year and I could not watch it ever again yeah no I, yeah I've I seen it. Elf
1: and I was it was okay but you're right if I never saw it again I would be just fine
2: yeah, um, but yeah the rest I would be of them, just them, fine. yeah the rest of them like in the what saved the Grinch was the, was the music that that put yeah, I guess for was, you yeah for me for, for me. <laughs> for you <me>. um. <laughs> But then again, I do like the Grinch story. You know what I mean? It's it's a it's a good story. It's your story. <laughs> it's your story. It's my story. <laughs> it's, but did the Grinch? He didn't read. Really, it's not like he didn't like. He didn't like the. He didn't like the Who's.
1: He didn't like the Who's. But in turn made him hate Christmas.
2: Right. Because the Who's loves Christmas. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Them noses. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. Yeah. So let's so that's, let's
1: that's let's circle back to. Um, almost Christmas one of our favorite black movies, right? Okay. But, um, one of the main themes in that joint was the food from mm-hmm. Aunt May mm-hmm. cooking the, uh, mm-hmm. the 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 mock ball soup and everything. everything <laughs> the the she, mink yeah, the meat. <laughs> this is my mink ball casserole. with no, thank you. Yeah, and she had everything from like you know she's a background singer. Mm-hmm. This is how movie moving, so gracious layers. And mm-hmm. she got all these recipes from all these different tours Mitt Jagger, and she called out the, the Ike and Tina Turner. they all these she's these, great, she's a great she's, character, she's great. Um, but anyway, you got that, mm-hmm. then you got the moments where they're trying uh, Danny Glover trying to recreate his wife's sweet potato pie, mm-hmm. all these different types of things. Um, the family dinner is where everything goes down and gets crazy. Saying all that to say. Just like Thanksgiving, Christmas is another marathon dinner type. It is Mm -hmm. like one of the if 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 Thanksgiving is the Olympics of dinners, then Christmas is the Winter Games. Yep. Like or 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 even like the the Super Bowl. Let's give it that. It's it's the Super Bowl. Right. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, Thanksgiving is like premiere, like the ultimate. But like this right here is a classic as well. You got to get Thanksgiving. You got to get Christmas food right. So what did did y'all do? Did y'all like do a kind of a bridge version of Thanksgiving dinner? Or like what did y'all do for Christmas growing up? And Uh, what do you do today?
2: uh, Okay, so kind of do this. uh, I'm going to go back to go for it. So back when we were younger, we did like Thanksgiving food, but we just moved the turkey out and put a ham in there. Mm -hmm. So like the honey baked (laughs) ham type of thing. But everything else was the same. Was the same. <laughs> everything else was the same. Yeah. Um. Now every year, um, after we open presents at my um in laws' house, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, usually the Thanksgiving, excuse like me, the shooting, the, cooking, the Christmas cooking, is done by two people, my father in law and my aunt Linda. Uh. Mm-hmm. My father in law, he makes uh all kinds of stuff. First, he makes gumbo. He makes gumbo for the beginning week when we first get there. Uh and then on the day of he makes whew, um corn pudding and like broccoli casserole, I think, a seafood casserole. Um, Aunt Linda makes uh sweet potato souffle, and then everything else is pretty much Thanksgiving mm-hmm. food. Uh and then of course the like a a ham is there. Um my mom always makes a peach cobbler and sends it to, to my father-in-law. Okay. Uh, my father-in-law makes a bunch of desserts. This is um, your
1: second time talking about Mama Cynthia's peach cobbler.
2: It's, it's it. I it's need it. one. It, <laughs> listen, it is, you know, and I'm not even gassing my mom. I'm not even saying like, but anybody that has had her peach cobbler, like they love it. So it's, it's one of the things that she kills. And she got it from her, her godmother who was old. Mm-hmm. and she was like the old lady who like you like your grandmother who just puts cooks food and just puts it in the freezer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and when you come over she'll take it out of the freezer and defrost it and and it's in its tastes like she just made it that day she got the recipe from an old old woman um see so yeah, my mom's peach Cobbler's bang we got some in the freezer right now that we, that she made during thanksgiving i froze it
0: mm-hmm.
2: i can take it to uh to um, uh, the Virginia for Christmas, but yeah, we have a good Christmas dinner. Same thing from Thanksgiving. We just switch out the turkey for ham.
1: Okay, very Let's similar. See. Very similar. Um, the the, the <laughs> there are two notable additions growing up at Christmas though. Um, we we instead of macaroni, there is a lasagna. <laughs> okay, um, there is a my mom just a Chris. I don't know. It's like lasagna is definitely an Italian dish I like and lasagna is an entree within itself, but kind of like is. spaghetti in the South. Mm-hmm. You don't just eat lasagna. <laughs> you have lasagna, <laughs> you got chicken or you got something on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom really would cook it except for unless she got like a real hankering for it throughout the year, she would cook some. But mostly we ate it on Christmas and she cooked one for Easter, a lasagna. Okay. Uh, because it's such a heavy it is. dish. And my That's mom so was, it is. My mom was, a well, she still is a career woman, very involved in church. So she had a whole lot of time be cooking on no lasagna. And there right. may have been a random Sunday dinner where we had one. But I'm telling you, on the side would be some greens and some chicken. Like that lasagna <laughs> is the starch. Right? I don't care how much meat's in it. Right. Um, So, yeah, to your point, an abridged version of Thanksgiving, we swap out the turkey for the ham. Now, she will bake some chicken because mm-hmm. I don't eat ham. Okay. Uh, and my little sister doesn't eat ham. So, like, there would be those kind of things. And the second notable addition outside of the lasagna, because chicken is kind of, we have chicken on Thanksgiving too, because we got folk who don't eat turkey.
2: Right.
1: Second notable addition, she only does it for one holiday, is hog malls. Yes hog sure. maws, pig stomach. It's not chitterlings, because chitterlings is the intestines. We don't do those. We mm-hmm. do the hog maws. They are good. You let them things cook, slow cook in your crock pot for four, five, mm-hmm. six hours. You put hot sauce in them. And <laughs> that is the one time where I go into swine. I don't even eat pork like that, but on Christmas, <laughs> I go into swine overload. Um, And yeah, so that was growing up. And of course, we had the, the pot. My grandma, my grandmother can cook. Mm-hmm. but she is known for her desserts mm-hmm. like she just like she was here for thanksgiving she made she left the cake in 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 Memphis but she made a cake and whipped up homemade caramel topping right then bro i saw her crystallizing milk granulated sugar mm. and start whipping that thing and whipping and adding is she 90 how old is she 94
2: 94 And start whipping okay.
1: that 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 uh that the evaporated milk and mm-hmm. vanilla and made that bro it was a sight to behold, and I watched her because I want to again get mm-hmm. that recipe and have that something that I'd be able to do. Kind of like your mom got the recipe from her grandma. Oh yeah, I oh, got yeah. I, I got to get it. But like my grandma, she would it would be an array of things from lim, like she would bring the lemon pies, the sweet potato pies, of course. Um, wherever she would do what she called an Osh potato pie. Okay, it's really just that? it's a it's it is a pie made from but white potatoes. It's not mm. sweet potatoes, white potatoes, and it's not it's not bad. It kind of tastes like a. It has a, it doesn't, of course, it doesn't have a rice pudding texture, but it Mm kind of got that, that kind of starchy sweet flavor. Mm -hmm. That's what it kind of reminds me of. But with a, imagine that taste and a sweet potato texture, sweet potato pie texture. That's what it is. But anyway, uh, she didn't cook those often. She would do fried apple pies where she made her own dough, roll those things up, like have her table, wipe it down real good. Do it with flour, roll mm-hmm. it though, and drop those things in. <laughs> and they don't de-fry at grandma's house. It's a pot that she created to de-fry in. <laughs> Bro, and I tell you that is the most amazing handheld pie snack. And they wouldn't mm. be, they wouldn't be dried out. She she's a she's a baker par excellence. Wow. Um, but that's her thing. So grandma would have those. Um, uh, but now uh Ash and I have started staying at home for Christmas okay. to kind of create our own traditions and things mm-hmm. like that. And the first couple of years. Um, we did more traditional stuff. Okay. One year when we went to my family, my side of the family's house, rather, um, we did seafood. So we did okay. um, catfish, buffalo fish. My mom did sauteed shrimp. We did shrimp al- <laughs> We did shrimp alfredo. Uh, we just did all things seafood. seafood. And, this, yeah, and this year, I'm thinking about doing a seafood bowl at the house um, right. just to kind of switch That's it up. Dope. Because here's the other piece. If you are a traditional black family, you're likely going to eat something very similar again for New Year's. You're going mm-hmm. to have some type of pork, some mm-hmm. greens or cabbage, greens, and then you know. So, like so why it's different? It's still kind of like that soul food kind of thing. So I'm like, Christmas we're gonna give ourselves a break. We're gonna do seafood, right. and and that's that, man. So do right. so. I guess you, I know you said
2: your 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 father-in-law undo the cook. Do you? I know you cook, so you're not gonna contribute nothing on mm-hmm. Christmas. Uh, not not unless no. Nah, I'm trying to think. Have I ever done anything? I'm sure I've done something before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but usually my wife Lauren gets requested to do sweet potato pies anytime she comes home. So she usually does sweet potato pies. Okay. Um, nah. I don't think I do too much. I don't really do anything when I go. Um, cause my father-in-law, he pretty much is his kitchen. He is in there killing it. So, nah. I don't usually. Do anything. No, I don't do anything. How about you? Um you yeah, cooking. Well, oh, if, not if, that you're at home, right?
1: Yeah, not at home. Absolutely. And when I go home, um, I, I usually help my mom because again, my sisters, they now have their own families and stuff. So they're usually mm-hmm. at their respective homes. Right. When I go home, I'm staying with my with my mom.
0: Right. So
1: I cook. And now Ashes, especially when we go to Minnesota, um, to Arkansas on Ash's side of the family. Um, mm-hmm. now that they know that I can really cook, like, mm-hmm. um, her grandmother made me do like the dressing one year, and um, I did the macaroni, I did the baked macaroni because they they take my macaroni once and I fell in love with it. Oh, um, okay, so mm-hmm. I usually cook, cook, yeah, listen, I cook, cook, you know, you gotta be you gotta be a star to be trusted with the macaroni, listen. Um, so yeah, so it depends, like. I usually will make a dish. And because I cook, and Ash's grandmother cooks, and when we go to Arkansas, bro, it'd be, it'd be about 20. It, that house sees about 50 people mm. before the day is over. It'd be wow. about 20 some people there for like actual dinner, but mm-hmm. between everybody going in and out, in and out, it'd be about 50 some people. So we, they wow. cook a lot. And the people who are there eat,
0: <laughs> I'm sure they
1: eat. Um, so I would usually contribute something. Because grandma be like, make to. I remember one year she said, can you make the dressing? And I said, I got you, grandma Maxine. I got you. Um, but when I went with my mom, of course, I definitely helped. Um, but I try to stay back because I enjoy not being able to do stuff. But mm-hmm. one of the other traditions that we also have while we're cooking specifically is playing our favorite Christmas songs. Oh, yeah. Um, and you know, for me, November 1st is when I start playing them. mm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no! Come back, come back! <laughs> Don't <laughs> regress. Come on back.
2: Oh, let me get back in the spirit. Get back, in, get the back spirit. in the spirit. Get
1: back in. Let your jingle jangle, man of God. Let it jingle let, jangle. Let your, let your jingle jangle. But no, it, it is a tradition to like while you're trimming the tree, while you're eating oh, yeah. the food, while you do all these mm-hmm. things. Um, Christmas music. So gotta have it. Top five, bro. All right. Top five
2: Christmas
1: <sighs> top song. five top five
2: and. Christmas songs top five. Let me get mine. with the
1: artists because here's the thing about Christmas songs. It matters. It matters because a lot of Christmas songs are just your traditional Christmas songs, outside mm-hmm. of a few originals here and there, which are cool. But most of them, like your Saturday Nights, This Christmas, blah blah blah, they've been done over and over and over right. and over. Again. But it matters who sings it. So top mm-hmm. five song and artist.
2: All right, top five. I'm gonna do it in in five. I'm gonna count down. So five to one. Five to one. I'm gonna do five. All right, let's one. go. Let's go. Five. Um, and this is a new one, "Baby It's Cold Outside" by John Legend. John okay. Legend's "Baby It's Cold Outside" rendition is a updated version of yes. the rapey. I about to say it's not Roger. I say it's not rapey. <laughs> it's not rapey, and it's actually current and it's funny and it kind of deals with you know consent and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So, John so, I,
1: so um, Natasha, aka Kelly from Insecure, helped rewrite the lyrics of that.
2: Friend friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast.
1: Also, Uh, um, she's distantly adjacent to Issa Rae. She is. Uh, Super friend of the podcast. Super
2: friend of the podcast. Hey, man. All right, number
1: four.
2: (laughs) So, number five is John Legend, Baby's Cold Outside. Number four is What Christmas Means to Me by CeeLo Green. Um, Off of CeeLo Green's Magical Christmas, I believe it's called. But that's a great album. I love it. Uh, number three is I'll be home for Christmas by Leslie Odom.
1: I need to check out this Leslie Odom character. Cause you have talked <clears> about him <throat> like
2: three weeks in a row. I, I love Leslie. Okay. So Leslie Odom is he, okay. So he, he has a, a smooth sound. It's like a smooth sound. Leslie is like, Odom, he was, is she like Kim? No, girl. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not calling you a girl. Not, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Kim. No, thank you. <laughs> Kim sounds like Crash Cut. Uh, Levon, Cash Cut Bennett. Um, but Leslie, um, he was in um, he was in Hamilton. Okay, but he's he's a it's a he is a smooth sound. Like I listen to his Christmas album every year from start to finish. Uh, on the way to uh Virginia,
1: I'll play it tomorrow.
2: Yeah, just give it a listen. It it, it may be a little sleepy. <laughs> because it's not really, it's not uh, quick numbers. Um, number two, Emmanuel, Norman, Norman Hutchins. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Come, boom, 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 boom. Come, Come, let, let us, us adore, adore
0: him. <laughs> yeah,
2: kneel <laughs> down one. before him. That's a, that's a number. That's a good one. Worshiping. Okay, so um, Norman Hutchins. Also, oh, I said uh, John Legend. Five CeeLo Green 4 Leslie Odom 3 Norman Hutchins 2 and number 1 is the black the blackest Christmas song ever okay There's Christmas by Donny Hathaway Donny Hathaway not Chris Brown just, n- no I like Chris Brown's version he has a good version he has a good version um, CeeLo has a good version um the temptations have a good version i let you listen to a
1: pre-podcast <laughs> recording that thing was churchy
2: <laughs> that is and I, I will say this i haven't heard this is going to sound bad or i haven't heard too many bad versions yeah of this christmas yeah um and i think that's more of a testament of the greatness of donny hathaway
1: mm-hmm. oh, absolutely. it's a,
2: it's just seeing it the way it was it was written
1: yeah like now it's people good. have put their like like you know to the temptations. funny like they do this whole like kind of interlude mm-hmm. once they get through that they go into the more upbeat thing or whatever and i think everybody puts a spin on it
2: All Um right.
1: some versions are better than others but you're right i don't know that i've heard like a bad Mm-mm.
2: version of it right.
1: um that's a that's, that's a solid five an interesting yeah. five but that's a, your top five favorites
2: top five favorite and again this is a come from a person who does not really care too much for christmas music okay um but i will say i listened to Ceelo brown's whole album from start to finish i listened to leslie oldham's whole album from start to finish donny hathaway is on the playlist norman hutchins there's another song what's the other one he has come he, he has, has come, come he has come that's that's the honorable. let mention. heaven and earth rich oh, the lord, lord has come, come. yeah that's an honorable mention Um the yeah, baby, so, Jesus was a precious sight to it's see. It's good <laughs> Don't get churchy. me started. It's good. He came churchy. to
1: save a simple world like you
2: and me. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> it's a good number. Uh, so those y'all, we, listening, y'all we, miss <laughs> <laughs> we miss church. We miss church. We been, I ain't been to church in a long time. <laughs> and we ain't going to have no watch night. We're
1: well, we going to have to
2: zoom it. <laughs> Listen, the year that we had, we needed a watch night. Service. We
1: need something. But that's solid though, bro. That's a solid five. Yep. All right. What about you? Um, in, in the spirit of Brian Hare, I'm a, I'm gonna count down. Mm-hmm. So the little drummer boy by the temptations.
2: Okay. Rump. It's the
1: rump. It ain't it ain't biblical. It didn't actually happen. But whoever created that story is is a good one. Um, I mean, it's it's, it's yeah, that's a good one. Celebration by the Clark Sisters it is an original number written by Elbertina. Uh, Elbertina. <laughs> yes, Elbernita. I'm sorry, Elbernita, Elber-nita Twinkie Elber-nita. Clark. Um, it's, it's a good song though. It's on their on their Christmas album. Christmas time by Luther Vandross. Mm-hmm. Every year at Christmas time, I. Hear the people laughing. Mm. That's
2: what I saw. Luther Luther got it.
1: Then he does this thing, he goes, smiling, being happy again.
2: Well he has it.
1: That was Luther. Oh, so that's number three. So Little Drone Boy Temptations, Celebration of Clark Sisters, at Christmas time to bend All right, so here's my churchy one. Okay. Special gift by Walter Hawkins. <laughs> okay. Walter Hawkins. It All may right. not be an official Christmas song, <laughs> mm-hmm. but wait a minute! I got, I got a, I got to hit because it's, it's, and it's so regal. <laughs> it's so regal. Y'all just don't understand. It just, oh, it says heaven sent us up.
0: This is an intro. Woo! <laughs> you just feel the glory of the Lord. <laughs> Woo! Oh, that's a good number.
2: I knew you would know what you heard.
1: it.
2: What's a good? What's the name of that song? Let me make sure I got it on my playlist. Special gift. <laughs> mm, that's a good one. That's
1: a good. That's my number two, and then my number one all-time favorite Christmas song. Uh, the Temptations made it twice because they have my, I know we're going to get to this next. They have my number one uh, all time favorite Christmas album, uh, but give love at Christmas with my boy, Eddie Kendricks on lead with, you know, with the high soprano, mm-hmm. uh, high tenor, tenor one. It's just it's a you know my favorite part would be like Tom Vicky Harry and Susie too need love every day as much as you give love. That's my <laughs> that's my joint. <laughs> that is my joint. So I'm I'm that's I'm gonna go I'm gonna go ahead and segue us into top five albums since I'm there. So number one. Okay give love a Christmas about a temptation I can listen to that start it's only eight songs but start to finish I love every single song um Otis still ain't got no lead on nothing
2: ain't <laughs> nobody coming to see Otis ain't
1: nobody coming to see Otis but Blue even got a lead called Christmas Every Day he says mm. I wrote a note to Santa and I needed it because it would be Christmas every day and I would have the Christmas spirit all through the year it would be Christmas every day that would be Brian's nightmare Christmas Every Day uh, <laughs> So Give no, yeah, Love It yeah. Love It Christmas the Temptations. Um, it's just simply called Christmas mm. by Kirk Franklin and the family. Oh S- solid album.
2: Jesus is the reason not <laughs> for the season. Yeah. Yes, I am. Oh yes, yeah, do, um, <laughs> behold the Ooh,
1: so I, I that's that is a secret um cover your ears marcus i hate that song really i, I it is so <sighs> i just I, every time i hear it, i'm like no but overall the album is number two Okay, For me, um, Family Christmas by the Clark sisters. Y'all know I love Maddie's Girls. Um, they have that original piece, um, Celebration. I think they got one other on there, but they do a really great version of some really great Christmas classics. My girl Jackie Clark, Chisholm Lee, Silent Night. <laughs> <laughs> on that one, I know Brian is just exciting and waiting to hear that rendition. Um, number four is um, the Christmas album by Jackson 5 classic Mm -hmm. you got santa claus coming to town he has the best version of santa claus is coming to town um up on the house up on the house top reindeer falls come on little santa claus like that's a great one and Mm -hmm. then um a new one relatively new is christmas with pj moore by pj moore Um, that is a good one just 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 solid those that's my top five that's my other other i have some other songs but like the, their bodies of work of albums weren't as great. Like the OJ's "Carol of the Bells" and "Merry Christmas Baby" is great, but their Christmas album is. Mm-hmm. Um, like "Boys to Men," "Country to Proper Leaf," "Let It Snow," is an amazing song. Their Christmas album not is not that great. Whitney Houston is honorable mention. One Wish she has a really good Christmas album. John Legend has a new one that's out. That's a really decent Christmas album. Mm-hmm. Um. Donald Lawrence from the gospel side has a really decent Christmas album. He just talks too darn much throughout mm. it. Um, but, yo, th- those are my top five. So, Get Love with Christmas by Temptations, uh, Christmas by Kirk Franklin and the Family, Family Christmas by the Clark Sisters, uh, Christmas with the Jackson 5, and Christmas with P.J. Morton.
2: Um, and I would actually, some of those would, would be the same. Jackson 5 Christmas, that's a good one. A uh, one that's underrated that doesn't give enough attention is Fantasia's Christmas album. Oh, yeah, she got some good ones. Yeah, she got some. She good has, stuff she does, uh, like some, um, just the normal ones. Like her Donnie Hathaway, this Christmas is real churchy. Mm-hmm. She does like a shake her hand, shake her hand. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> all right, shake, that hand. Shake, shake that, <laughs> that hand, shake that hand, Tasha. Um, so Tasha has a good one again. I already say, let's artist that's CeeLo. Um, one that I actually is new it's not really, I'm not gonna say my top five, but I'm gonna put it in the top five because Tank has a Christmas album and it's sexy oh, okay. um, <laughs> and it's just really just him singing Christmas songs in a sexy way mm, okay. so if you're trying to get pregnant uh during this Christmas listen to Tank's Christmas album disinterested okay um
1: <laughs> <laughs> so let's get up because we we can talk I, I don't like to talk about Christmas all day so let's wrap this let's wrap up this living room conversation uh mm-hmm. with one gotta go all right, all right. ready so okay. songs now all I want for Christmas is you mm-hmm. Silent night, okay. Merry Christmas, baby. <clears> okay. <throat> or Rudolph the Red nosed Reindeer. Now, this gets rid. This gets rid of every version. Okay, that's, so, I got that. So not just Mariah Carey that you hear in the stores every day. Like oh it yeah, gets rid of every version. All right. Easy. So,
2: <laughs> so this one g- one gotta go. <laughs>
1: All on Christmas is you. Silent night, Merry Christmas, mm-hmm. baby. Rudolph the Red nosed Reindeer.
2: Okay. This is it. All right, we gotta um, go. So let me th- off off rip. I'm going to say, um, Silent Night and All One for Christmas is You is Stan.
1: Okay. So, those two Silent
2: Night, Silent Night has a bunch of different good versions of that. Um, mm. Let's try this. In my, In my mind. mind. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that is now. I want you to be free. Silent Night, Holy Night. It I, don't start off it. until you do the In My Mind paragraph, though. <laughs> I got it now. I got it now. It's on, it's on my playlist. It's on my playlist. To so all of my friends, doom, doom, <laughs> doom, doom, doom,
1: won't you listen to me? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> them boys, them boys was croning. Singing. 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 All right. So you, um, you, you're
2: keeping Silent Night and I Want Christmas You, all right? Yes. Cool. Um, and I'm going to keep. Merry Christmas, got like, Merry Christmas, ba- Merry Christmas, baby. Sure look good tonight. That's the one, that's the song? Jody, treat you right. Otis um, right.
1: Redding, right? I feel like.
2: Uh, Otis Redding has a version, CeeLo has one with Rod, uh, Rod Stewart. Okay. So, so I'm keeping it, and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, I can, can get rid of that. Really? I, I Who has a good version?
1: That's true. I didn't think because I was actually... So here's my thing. So, of course, Silent Night and Merry, uh, Hashtag and Merry Little Christmas, um, All I Want for Christmas, rather, are, you know, two classics that had to stay. I was actually thinking about keeping Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but you made me rethink that by saying... who Because even The Temptations... Okay, so The Temptations have two Christmas albums. Mm-hmm. Give Love a Christmas, which is my all-time favorite, and then The Christmas Card. Okay. The Christmas Card. Yeah, it's Christmas trash, <laughs> <That laughs> but they have their version of Rudolph on there. It goes, Oh, Rudolph the Red. It's all, it's, I just don't like it. Mm. Um, the Jackson Five have a decent version, but it's real like Kitty. Um, but to your point, um, I don't know that anybody has like
2: a good one. Yeah, Jackson's have one, yeah, yeah, I know their version. Hey, Rudolph, and apparently Mary J. Blige has one. Oh, I don't want to hear that. Mm-mm. Anyway,
1: I love we love
2: some Mary, but I don't want to hear that. And babyface has a version,
1: probably. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Um, babyface so, has a decent version of um sleigh ride.
2: Just yeah. hear those sleigh bells ringing,
1: That's a good song.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> and, and and let me go back to me being a Grinch, but like, in, during like Christmas season, I can listen to the Christmas songs. Like right now, when you oh, when you start singing the stuff, I'm like, oh. I can listen to that right now. I'm in, I'm in the Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. So I like it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tamar
1: Bratchett has one of my favorite versions of it. It's kind of like trap hip hoppy, trap soul. And You're she right. does. She It's
2: good. And I think her, her Christmas album was a little underrated, too.
1: You know what? I don't know. I have a list to the I think I found um, in the days of Pandora. Mm hmm. I've They played that version, and I just downloaded and added it to my playlist. I don't, I can't tell that I honestly gave her Christmas album a real go.
2: Yeah, I, we listened to it. and I think
1: we, I would say it's good. It, it it probably is. It probably is. But there's there's so many Christmas songs like Sleigh Ride. Uh, so Chris Brown has another version of This Christmas with Ella May, and mm. it's um it's not your traditional This Christmas. It's actually like a different, whole different song. Um, but it's like a love song kind of between those two. Um, which is a really good song. Oh, come Emmanuel. Um, a Spellman sister of mine wrote a song called we are Christmas talking about how we embody Christ on earth. when mm. I tell you that thing sends oh, yeah. me up, I got to sing oh, you that yes. one. That send is, it good, him, that is a good song. Cause Jesus um, is the reason for the season. Listen, speaking of the preacher's wife, we talked about earlier joy to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, Whitney Houston has the best version of joy to the world. Um, Argue with your mama. All I Need is Love by CeeLo Green is one of my favorites.
0: Um, Jingle Bell
1: Rock, of course. We did mm-hmm. the song of the week. Uh, Someday at Christmas, Stevie Wonder. Uh, Went to Wonderland. PJ Morton has a great version. Um, the OJ's Carol of the Bells. Oh, do you believe? That's an original. But PJ Morton, Yolanda, a good one. Yolanda Adams sings. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, sings. Amer- you don't do the Atkins sisters like that, but a merry, <laughs> merry Christmas is actually a really, and they got a song for you, a California Christmas. They talk mm-hmm. about, you know, riding your bikes and, you know, only putting on a light jacket, you know, all that kind of stuff. It, I used to, I used to bop that joint and it was freezing cold in Memphis. <laughs> 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 Talking about a California Christmas, but no, it's a good one. Um, But let's wrap up the, the, the conversation with this, bro. All right. Um, What tradition activity are you looking forward to the most this year? Considering we're in a pandemic and things are different, but what is something that you're kind of looking forward to despite
2: all of it? Just being around family. Like uh, luckily when we go to Virginia, it's not a whole lot of people. Okay. Um, And of course we are going to, uh, I'm in the house uh, quarantining right now. So I won't be going nowhere anytime soon between now and Christmas. All Christmas shopping will be done online. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, so really just being in the house. I will be on vacation, like from work from the 18th until the new year. So I will really just be enjoying family, enjoying spending time with my daughter um, and my wife and my in-laws and really just hanging out. They're just hanging out, eating eating all the food. Um, watching all the movies, listening to all the music, mm-hmm. I really enjoy my drive to Virginia because that's when okay. I have my playlist. I have my um albums I listen to, and that also kind of gets me in the spirit of just like, oh, I can't wait to get where we're going. I can't wait to hang out. Can't wait to spend time with family. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's how I'll be doing. I'm looking forward to just being around family, and and this is my daughter's first. I think. Chris, well, last year she was here, but she was only like a month or two. Yeah. Uh, So this is going to be her first year really where she can. I really,
1: really enjoy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Really enjoy open presents. um, Walk around, have fun, eat the food that we eat, watch some of the movies and listen to the music and stuff like that. So this will be the first Christmas where I think she's going to enjoy it. Um, and this is gonna be the first Christmas where I think that you know, p- people bought her a bunch of stuff last year, but now they're gonna probably buy a whole bunch of stuff because she can actually play with the stuff. So, this is gonna be the first year where I can actually see my daughter like enjoy Christmas and put together all her stuff. And now, this is my first parent Christmas where I'm gonna be mm-hmm. putting toys together and all that kind of stuff. So, I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm.
1: No, yeah, um, I am. I'm looking forward to just the joy that Christmas brings, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm a Christmas freak Mm -hmm. Um, and just kind of building upon those traditions. Um, I guess the thing that I'm looking forward to the most is, I mean, I don't know that I'm looking forward to any particular thing in the most, a lot of things that I would love to do. We're Mm -hmm. not doing because of the pandemic. Um, We will be going to like the Black Nativity musical. Uh, We actually go see the play of Christmas Care. I drag drag them to go see that. (laughs) Um, So like those are some of the things. But I think like this year, we're going to do the big light show out here in Marietta. Like drive through. It's like it's 35 bucks a car. But um, we're also thinking about going to uh, the Botanical Garden. It'll be our first time. We're going this year, too. Yeah, so we're, thinking about, we're, we're going. thinking about. Yeah, we're thinking about doing it, and they have like all their protocols, and you got to select your specific time to be in there, and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So, you know, Ashley gets a little discount because you work for APS. So Sweet. um That's maybe that's something like thinking about the ways in which we can still find you know here here's that phrase again pockets of joy pockets of joy in the midst of um, you know a pandemic, and of course, always seeing the boys light up with their stuff and threatening them up until Christmas Eve. That Santa ain't coming. <laughs> like the, Those are things because they, you know, they like to act up um, Josh your oldest nephew Is mm-hmm. transitioning into that technology Phase of life Okay, and it is expensive mm. Like he he, Everything on his list was like Not toys Just about so anyway But um, I hope y'all enjoyed this conversation About Christmas oh, yeah. and feel Christmas. free As we go into our final episode Of the year right before Christmas Write in and tell us some of the things That you enjoy um, comment on the post that we're going to post And tell us some of the things you enjoy Some of your favorite Christmas songs um, Brian and I are going to do some special for y'all With these Christmas songs And mm-hmm. shoot you all a little playlist curate, of our, a little for y'all. curate a little something some that you can download and listen mm-hmm. to And uh, so that'll be available for you all as well um, Brother you ready to get into some Black Man Self Care We've been on her for a while But let's do it anyway
2: Let's do it Let's go Alright
1: let's go
0: sa.
2: Ooh, sa all right here we are at i am my brother's keeper black man self-care where we talk about things that we do to take care of ourselves and kind of let y'all know what we do so we can make sure y'all can do something something similar because it's important uh josh what are you doing continuing to, to dig
1: yourself. in the 90s and 80s crates oh. and go back man i'm not tell you every day mostly leaving work and decompressing at home. Mm-hmm. I've been like, bro, Tony Braxton, and Anita Baker have been the two. I just been pulling on um, both of their, they both have done like those deep alto kind mm-hmm. of soothing voices. And um, Tony went from some really great R and B to kind of a more R and B pop-esque feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Anita is just consistent with this jazzy R mm-hmm. and B soul. And, Bro, I just find myself ingrained in their music, and their tones are so pure, mm-hmm. beautiful, and I'm just gonna continue to do that. Like while I'm resting or doing whatever, just be the 31 year old that I am and <laughs> enjoy, <laughs> you know. Like bro, I'm talking, I'm talking t- about legit, probably on the couch, AirPods in, just mm-hmm. enjoying Anita Baker with all her sweet love and caught up in the rapture and body and soul. Mm. Uh, but- so, oh, that's my song. Um, Oof.
2: but yeah, man, what about you? Oh, um, I don't know for a fact what I'm going to do. Okay. Um, leading up to the Christmas holidays, I really just try to start getting my mind and my heart prepared just for the relaxation of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, so this weekend, my goal is to. Uh, just make sure I have everything in place for Christmas so then I can actually make sure I'm relaxed during Christmas, no last minute holiday stuff. Make sure I've got my lists as far as things I need to pack and stuff like that. Um, and curate my personal playlist for my road trip when I go on vacation. Um, and that's pretty much it. So, kind of getting my heart and my mind prepared, uh, for christmas and the time off and kind of really marking down the days until vacation is here so i can really enjoy christmas to the fullest get all my work done so then i can i have to have my laptop and all that kind of good stuff uh or bad stuff depending on how you feel about it on a <laughs> christmas vacation so that's what i'm doing i'm preparing myself for the future
1: ah uh, we gotta look ahead Got to. We gotta look ahead. Um, but we skipped it last week, but I think we got something in the P.O. box. Um oh, too. You ready to go there? Yeah, let's go. Let's, let's go, go meet the, the postman. All right.
0: Oh yes, wait a minute.
2: All right, we are here at the P.O. Box. I went down there, opened it up, and I, we got something. All right. We got something. We got something. We got something. So we have a woman. All righty. So we need a name. um Régine Hunter. Hunter. Good old Régine. <laughs> Régine, Régine. My lips are trapped. I need some Vaseline. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a that's a good moment for the great hill episode. Yeah, you know I'm a fan. Yeah, that just made my heart smile. Okay, <sighs> <Yes>. go ahead. <laughs> All right.
2: So Regine says, love the podcast. I'm a day one listener, and I love the addition of the co-host. Hey, Brian, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Joseph, I've heard you talk about your educational journey. I'm looking to go back to school for a doctorate. Part of yeah. me wants to be done with school. Girl, I feel you. Um, there is another part of me that I, like, I have to study more. Like, I feel like I have to do more. My parents are convinced that I'm avoiding real life by thinking about school again. We actually had a pretty big argument about it during Thanksgiving. Child, why would you bring the drama to Thanksgiving? (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you how, let me tell you how ready I was to get the heck out of there. But I remained respectful. We, we told, we warned you. We warned you that these conversations were going to happen.
1: We talked about it during (laughs)
2: Thanksgiving and it happened. We told you that. Mm I have a few questions. One, how do I navigate this with my parents? Um, I don't want there to be any tension among us, but I know their feelings are likely likely not going to change, but it's not likely I'm going to magically want to go uh, to school just because they think I'm avoiding life. On the other hand, um, how did you find motivation for your third degree? Brian, how did you have motivation to even start and complete a degree as an adult? Uh, do you two plan on going back to school? How do I do this? Plus COVID. <laughs> all the best. <laughs> Plus COVID. All the best, Regine Hunter.
1: Hmm. You want me to go first?
2: Oh yeah, you can go first since you're the one with all the degrees,
1: <laughs> uh, child, and and all those student loan debt. Um, but Joe
2: Biden might get rid of them.
1: Woo, do it for me, God. Do it, God. Do it for me, God. Have
2: you never done anything before?
1: Yeah, wipe it clean. Y'all be messing up. Y'all be blowing up every, every building in the way. Don't never go touch Sally May and Nabian and them. Um, anyway, uh, so first of all, it's just some conversations you have to choose not to have with your parents. I think that as you grow in adulthood, you will learn that the way you navigate peaceful relationships is sometimes to avoid conversations with them um like my mom knows i have tattoos but then it's just not a conversation we're going to have right i, I could i don't want to go down the rabbit hole of what she thinks and how she feels and mm-hmm. while i love and respect her this is my body um i don't have the same type of convictions and stuff that she has so i mm-hmm. choose to do you know my expression of my my body and my art and who i am through that um, uh, whether she likes it or not um and that's and that's just a very simple example but if you knew that's how your parents felt about a second degree or a third degree, whatever, or I'm assuming it's a third degree, because you're talking about a doctor and things like that, um, then, you know, after you kind of express why or the ways in which this degree would help your career or whatever, then do that. And then in your heart of hearts, you know that you're not going to school to avoid life. You know, you're going to school to do these other types of things. Right. So let me, so first of all, dear, you had quite a few questions. So let me, yep. <laughs> Let me go back and, and make sure. I do. How do I navigate through with my parents? I, I just told you that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, blah, 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 blah. How did I find motivation for my third degree? Wow. So um, at some point in my life, I was going to have three degrees. But now that I have a third degree, I'm going to get a fourth. The reason why that's important is because I got a third degree because I, my my career path changed. Mm-hmm. So when I graduated more, I was, of course, I had my bachelor's. I decided to get a master's to advance my career. In the field that I was in, and I'm still in, which is housing and public administration, so I got that. Um, the program that I was in, however, was a great program. It was just really leadership-focused and not policy-focused. Mm. So originally, I was going to go to law school, and I was going, hey, I, I can get some of that policy stuff in law school. But things changed. Long story for another day. Ended up not going to law school. Ended up getting a third degree. So that's kind of how that works. So for me, it was the... It was the pursuit of, because if I would have got my JD, I probably would not be getting a doctorate or trying to mm. think about a doctorate. I mm. don't know. I, I'm addicted to school in a weird way like that, so I probably still would have. But anyway, that's how the motivation for me was the, the pivot of my mm. career and my long-term goals. Mm-hmm. So it was something that I felt like I needed. It has helped me, it has helped me advance my career. It's put me in a position where I'm making you know pretty decent money and things like that. Um, degrees don't guarantee income, but they do right. position you to be able to leverage it. Right. Um, so needless to say that's that's why and the same thing with my doctorate I want to get a doctorate I currently have no motivation to apply and do things like that mm-hmm. um, however I know that I, how I want to round out my educational career and what I want to study and the doctorate is going to help me do that it's just a matter of when so for you you have to think about how soon do you want to do this? I don't know. You didn't say if you're married or anything like that. So do you want to do mm-hmm. this prior to marriage? Because going yeah. to going to school, and Brian mm. can probably talk to it mm. you know, as well, especially with him having, you know, getting a, a bachelor's, right? Um, going to school and being married, having a family and working is a thing. So if you're single and kind of you said your parents took your void in life, which means you're probably doing like part-time stuff because you were a full-time student, you know, this may be the opportune time in life to do it. So right. just think about your long-term goals and what this short-term goal of school is going to be. Then it also depends on what kind of doctorate you're going after because some doctorates can be done in this, as soon as three years. Uh, PhDs sometimes have people up to six. Mm. So you just have to really determine what kind of doctorate you're going for and what kind of time you're willing to invest. I think that'll help you. Uh, the second question, the last question is for Brian. And then I think I told you, yes, I do plan on going to school for a doctorate. Don't know what, don't know, I don't say don't know, I do know what for, don't know when exactly, uh, but I just need to sit down and kind of plan my life out in a way that gives, because God is going to do what he wants to do with my life anyway. So kind of plan it in a way where I can kind of insert that into my future. And that's that, Brian, What you got for Rachel? Yeah,
2: um, you did a great job of answering all the earlier questions as far as how to navigate with my parents and stuff like that. So I'm going to skip over that and just go straight to the one that I was asked um, about <clears throat> um, how did I get the motivation to start and complete a degree as an adult? So yes, um, those that may not know, I was a non-traditional student. I was in my mid to late twenties when I actually started my process um, and had a whole wife, everything, no kids yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just knew like, I just needed to do it. Um, I knew that at one point I'm going to, I was going to, I wanted to have kids. So I didn't want to be a situation where I'm like trying to encourage them to go to school or get a degree, and then here I am, don't have a degree at all. Or then I have a wife who currently already had three degrees, and right now she's in a doctoral program, and then I just only have a high school diploma. Mm -hmm. And then when my daughter's trying to fill out forms, and it's like, what does mommy do? What does daddy do? And then mine is just high school. No shade to anybody that just, you know, didn't go to um, college. But that's, my motivation um, was really to just have a degree, so if I have kids one day, I can let them know that school is important, and it's something that you should do. You should have, um, but I don't. I do know at one point, at some point, I do plan on going to get a master's degree. Hopefully, a PhD because I really want to teach. That's kind of like my riding off into the sunset. I kind of want to teach um, higher education at some point, which has been my goal for a while. But who knows if that ever happens? Because this podcast may blow up. And, you know, I might not want to do anything with my life other than just, you know, get back to the people who, who need it. Um, Yes, yeah, so that's pretty much my thought process on yeah. that. Um, But I do want to encourage you. You can do it. Uh, yeah, like Josh please. said, as far as map out, like, like right now, my wife is in her doctoral program. She's married. We got a one year old and is not easy for her at the moment it's not hard but it's 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 not easy for her to be able to step away and take time away from her life um so you know if, if 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 this is the like josh said earlier if this is the opportune time like consider that and just go for it just do it um you know you only live once go do it if that's what you want to do do it you know whatever your parents or family says you know you got to do what's best for you for your mental health and for what make you feel good just go ahead and do it and we are here to support you
1: Yep, we're here to support you as my big sister in my head would say um takia from getting grown podcast type fast make those pages clap do what you got to do um to get what you need to get done and like like brian said we support you um right. but yeah thank you for writing i hope you i hope that we helped i hope that you have an amazing holiday don't stress yourself out of the holiday trying to figure mm-hmm. this out mm-hmm. Take, like get you a mini plan together and take this into the new year. And just because if you're thinking about going to school soon, you likely miss those deadlines anyway mm-hmm. to apply. So mm-hmm. just take next year to kind of plan to think that thing out. Um, and then that's it. Let's um, wrap up the show, bro. Let's go into a greater conversation and give these people some of their time back. Let's do it. Let's go.
0: Let me talk. Let me talk.
1: Alrighty, so another week, which means another conversation and another one that is greater. Um, mm-hmm. Brian, you got anything you want to rant about before I get Um, started? I'm gonna let you go first. Okay, so uh I want to talk to um a couple of things I want to discuss, and I kind of didn't want to discuss it because it's been talked about exhaustively, but I just want I just want to be able to say this: we love Belle Khalise, aka Cardi B on this
0: <laughs>
1: but um, and I am never one. I, I and I love a good stunt for the gram, for the socials. I do, you know, and I love to see it among my friends because I feel like we all work hard and we deserve mm-hmm. to buy what we want, to be happy, and all these other different types of things. But I think it becomes borderline insensitive, right? Mm-hmm. Not even borderline when you're somebody of Cardi B status and you tweet to your public and say, "Should I buy this eighty-eight thousand dollar purse?"
0: Mm-hmm. Like.
1: I know people to this day, speaking of just the conversation we just had in the PO box, who are degreed and everything, who don't make nowhere near $80,000 in a year. Mm-mm. And you have the opportunity, right? The privilege to spend that on a purse, which means this chump change to you. That's like me buying my wife, an $88 purse.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: you know what I'm saying? So while I get that you're rich and you can do whatever you want to do. um, I think you handled that wrong. Um, I, I'm not going to fault you for doing it because that's your business. But I do think considering that we're in a pandemic, people have lost their jobs, um, all these different types of things. It's your money. Yes, you can spend it how you want to. You can stunt, you can be rich. But I just think a lot of your listening public is not in the position where they can do anything remotely close to that. And that only reminds them of what they don't have. It only reminds them uh, of the times that we're in. Now, I'm not saying that you have to live your life based on not uh, offending people or based on trying Mm -hmm. to mitigate the experiences of others. But I do think you have a position in the world and a status that should cause you to be a little bit more uh, empathetic to other people and what that seems like to your public. Um, So not a huge rant. I just kind of wanted to put that out there. Uh, And for anyone who disagrees with me, That's fine. Disagree with your mama, too. I don't care. Um, I feel feel how I feel. And again, I feel like she can spend her money the way she wants to. I just, well, why do we have to know about it? I don't care. First of all, I don't care about you buying an $88,000 purse. I think it's a little bit ridiculous um, for a purse. But at the same time, again, you got the money. It's your business. You do it. I just feel like when people called her to the carpet, some of the things that she said did not show the level of empathy that she was, she claimed she was trying to give. And if you're going to stunt, then just stand 10 toes down and stunt. But if right. you're going to try to walk it back and something about, we don't, you don't know what I've done to give battle about what you defending it for. If you're going right. to stunt, just stunt. If you're going to stunt on us, just stunt on us. And whoever feel bad, feel bad. But the fact that you felt like you needed to walk it back almost seems as if you understood that there was some truth
2: in what people were saying. Um, and yeah, that's all I got. Brian? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And my rant is not bad either. And I will add on to that what you said as far as Cardi B. Um, yeah, either stunt and just stunt and let the world not care about it and you, you, you do you. Um, keeping up with music, um, the this is twofold. Uh, one, the uh, Grammy Academy. Um, I'm going to talk about you first. Uh, for those that do not know, my grandfather was actually a member of the Grammy Academy. So he actually voted every year when he was alive. Oh, come on. Um, yeah. So um, so I'm going to kind of give you some context on how this stuff is. So my grandfather was old dude. <clears throat> well, when he used to vote, uh, he was a singer song. I won't call him a singer. He was a songwriter, a producer, engineer. He worked for Motown and he was a part of the Academy. So when the time came to vote, he usually would get his voter booklet and in the voter booklet, it would have pretty much all the different categories, all the artists. And then he would go in the book, write, you know, or mark off the people who he cast his vote mm-hmm. and then send it back to the Academy. So mind you, when my grandfather was voting, he's since passed away. He was probably in his like 60s, maybe 70s. Um, So oftentimes when it came to certain categories like hip hop and, you know, R&B and stuff like that, in a lot of the categories, he had no clue who they were. So there were times when I actually voted on his behalf. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's just give you a context. So the Grammy nominations came out. There were a bunch of snubs. So I think the Grammys need to do something completely different when it comes to certain categories to ensure that they are connected to the culture. Um, oftentimes, they have people who are complaining about the categories as well. Um, I I understand that you are do great things, you do great work, make great music, um, but every year y'all are upset because y'all feel like y'all were snubbed for being nominated. For a Grammy. Mm-hmm. And I can't, you know, as a person who's not an artist, I don't create something, but, you know, this happens every single year. Like, literally every single year. And y'all be the same ones who get nominated for BET Awards, which is for the culture. I get nominated for BET Hip Hop Awards, which is for the culture, which is of the culture. Yep. Um, and y'all don't show up to the award shows. Like, y'all don't show up to the people who are connected to the culture. Y'all don't show up for none of that stuff. But then when the people that are not connected to the culture snub you, you get an attitude. Um, so I think it's two for one, the, the Grammy, we need to do something different as far as making sure that the people that vote for the categories are people that are connected to that category or to that culture. And the other side of that, like, as far as artists, like, let's do something or create something, an environment to where it's artist centered, to where y'all get the awards that are due y'all and you stand up for mm-hmm. your own culture. You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: Yeah, no, I hear you.
2: Like y'all, y'all be so upset about this Grammy, and I and I get it. It's it's considered, you know, one of the biggest musical thing out there as far as awards. Um, but like, put some respect. I know the B two awards isn't as important to y'all, but that's literally black folks saying who they love. But then when the white folks mm-hmm. don't acknowledge you, you got an attitude. Um, so that's kind of like my. It's, it wasn't a major rant, but I would say like like show up for your, the people that support you give love to people that support you. Um, those that feel like you got snubbed and stuff like that. Like your numbers speak for themselves. Your music speaks for themselves. Your fans speak for themselves. Don't quit. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Like we like your music. Who cares what these older people who really don't know what's going on, um, uh, are voting on, um, Mm -hmm. because you are awesome. We appreciate you. We celebrate you. Um, For us, by us, Black people, we appreciate everything you do and what you do for the culture. And the culture is going to continue to buy your music. We're going to continue to support you. Uh, So that's kind of my rant, but also my encouragement.
1: Yeah, I I agree, man. Um, And with that being said, Mm -hmm. that wraps up another episode of the GXL Podcast. Uh, (laughs) We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We do. Um, It has been a wonderful ride. We are almost at the end of the year. And so grateful to have made it this far with y'all so keep riding with us till the wheels fall off um remember we are giving away the prize pack the ultra black prize pack it's gonna be something that you want i'm telling you you you're gonna want it so make sure that you participate go to our ig page um and see how you can participate and brian tell them how they can find us and all that good stuff oh yeah oh announcement okay we have a website we got a website (laughs) we got a website Right here on Cicely Tyson's internet. You can go we to
2: www. www.
1: And click on contact us to sign up for our, um, for our um, subscription list. You will yeah, get please all please. of the updates first. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to send out something monthly. You'll get all the updates first. Mm-hmm. Um, if we if Once we drop merch one day, you'll be the first one to get it. We'll send mm-hmm. out official offer codes and discounts and all that kind of stuff. So become an official puzzle piece. Is that what we want to call our fans? I don't know. I, I kind of like that though. I
2: like that too. Because yeah. without you, you gotta be a piece of the puzzle. You, you gotta, gotta be a piece of thing the thing puzzle
1: to make this to make this pu- crazy puzzle piece called life work. Um, hmm. So yeah, but anyway, whatever you are, <laughs> we're gonna do that. <laughs> Once we, all that all of our future announcements, we're gonna announce them there first. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like our special Patreon until we get a Patreon. Right? right. So it's absolutely free. So sign up. We don't want all your information. Just your name and email address so that we can contact you and keep you up to date. Um, but yeah. So go to the website, check us out, give us some traffic.
2: Yeah, and like I said, subscribe cuz we got some stuff that's about to drop. Oh, we got some stuff. We got some stuff. That's about to drop. So please keep up to date because y'all don't want to miss out on the stuff that we got in the bag. Um so yeah, other than our website www.thejigsawpodcast.com, check us out on Instagram uh at the Jigsaw Podcast. Um check us out on Facebook jigsaw podcast email us ask the jigsaw uh, at gmail.com but you can also go on the website and then click the button that says contact us so mm-hmm. you can do that as well so you can skip that go to the website um you can reach uh me at i am brian Hare uh at on, on instagram you can reach joshua at i am, I josh, am rogers. josh rogers um and that's how you can reach us you know we love you we appreciate you um got anything else to say josh
1: nope that's it man
2: all right, well, before we head out, let the people know what they need to do.
1: Um, don't you let this life stress you out. Mm-mm. Just do what you can, why you can, the very best ways that you can, but in the midst mm-hmm. of it all, mm. don't you dare get caught with your work undone. We love y'all until next we love week. You. See you. Yep.